All right, just for All the hell of it. Right. That gets me amped every time that, I hear it. That was a that was a selection from Eric because it was the start of Tron. That's why sure he was, wanted going that right music. Into the arcade. Uh, he's that going into that shitty arcade with all those goddamn machines, right? Is that what happened? I always that, remember in, in Legacy when he goes in and you, the, all the shit's all over the place. And then, and then the kid turns Dirty. on the freaking, uh, the freaking breaker and the song starts playing so again. Funny. And we're it's all like transported this, back to 1982. Song, the only song ever on that jukebox. So <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. It's so, so funny, too, because Journey has a pretty good arcade uh, pedigree. Freaking that Journey oh, yeah. Escape game was crazy. But this is oh, yeah, the Just for the Hell of It podcast. And we are talking about our favorite Arcade games, top five arcade games, and also stories. I, I say arcade game because I, I'm not a huge arcade guy. So when we talk about this, a lot of my stories, I know this is going to be a shock to to you, Reggie and Eric, but most of my stories are going to be negative. Usually I am a positive <laughs> fellow who, who has yeah. a, a, a nice look on life. Yeah, not with the arcade. Well, this episode is not about any. It's not food related, so you can't have positive. No, but but you know, I will mix that in. Uh, The food (laughs) will enter because there is a reason why I didn't like the arcades. It's really because I wanted more money to spend on food. And when uh, they had lots of food at the arcade, usually it's true. Yeah, Yeah, they did. And and really, I said to Eric, one of the things they usually didn't allow food in the arcades that I was in. Food and drink were, were not allowed. I just, it, it was not the place for me. Now, all these people with their arcade memories and things like that. And that's how we're starting with arcade memories. And I will just, I'll start. And this is, again, it's a just for the hell of a podcast. We're talking about arcade games. And I'll start with my arcade memories. A little trip down Jim Warner's memory lane, if right. you will. Uh, I am probably of the three of us. I don't know. I, I am I the right the age, oldest? like exact. The, I am the oldest, but say, I'm saying that when one, most of are. the arcades hit, like uh, Space Invaders or whatnot, I was ten, nine or yeah. ten. So was that the perfect age, or was I a little bit even too young as well? Like maybe I, I don't know. And then I what would happened? Say is, you were just a little bit too young, and that's just what, a little what, bit though. But here's the thing: what happened is I kind of got caught between worlds here, like worlds Ooh. apart. Like yeah. journey, uh, because I was a little too young for the start, and then by the time it kind of hit again with say the fighting games and stuff, that kind of was a resurgence of it. I was a little yeah. too old then. I, I had had enough, so there was that little bit of a window. And my whole thing with arcade, we call that the Sega Master System window. Yeah, well, window and, and peak, really peak video game yes, technology. Well, right and this there. is what the problem is. And me and Eric talking about arcade games all week and trying to get ready for this. Uh, the p- biggest problem for us is most of the games that we talk about or really like were console games. And I had yeah. moved on to consoles. And the console to me was the greatest because I'm cheap. And that's the biggest thing. I cannot stand going to an arcade and spending an inordinate amount of money when I suck at a game. So usually I bail. If, if, which if is I suck at suck, a lot of which games. Which is on well, games. <laughs> that's the problem. If that isn't even the point. The arcade games, the best arcade game would be the one that everybody sucks on. That that you know sucks at. That's what it was based on Let's doing. Like on. a you know like a dragon's lair or yeah. something like that, where it, you're supposed to. They're not going to make a game that a guy can play for you know fucking fifteen years every game. There's going to be a lot yeah. that I did not like because my number one is yeah yeah you and your fucking game. Uh, but yeah, when when arcades first hit to me, I had heard about them and they were kind of spelled out like it was the new version of the pool hall. 
And <laughs> you, you would have, and if Reggie remembers, there were a lot of stories about how parents should not let their kids go to the arcade. They oh, were, yeah. They were dark places. Uh, I remember the one I went to originally, uh, people smoked in them, and it just was a bad place for kids to be by themselves. So I was told that if you went there, you, you were going to get uh, given drugs. And I said to Eric when I was talking about this, not even like a specific drug. It was just quote-unquote drugs. drugs. It would be like and, a, a uh, fistful of pills, reefers, yeah, you know, maybe yep, some yeah. heroin bags. And you might get abducted. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the thing. Either that was going to be something that you hear and go, holy shit, that's where I got to be. Or you're yeah. going to be like me and be petrified. And I was about now, 10 or 11 Tim, when most of these happened. the person that gave you the drugs, would that be the same person that abducts you? Or could it just be two separate it would probably, that would probably be an accomplice. The first guy yeah. gives you the drugs. You start doing the drugs, then the other guy swoops in and you know has some has some big pickup right line there. like, "Hey, can okay. I see your joystick?" You know, shit like that. But if anybody earn a shitload of tickets, yes, and that's the thing. Also, Eric says these tickets. There were no tickets when I no, when I went no to the arcade. That was, was not uh, that was not involved. Usually, the arcades fucking tickets. The arcades I went to. You put your quarter up. That was and probably. Me and Reggie, me and you probably had the probably about the same time, the same experience. When I went to the arcade, there was still – this arcade that I went to was not huge, but it had two separate walls. It was like a thin, like long arcade-type deal. And the one wall was almost half, at least half, pinball machines still. There oh, were yeah. still pinball oh, yeah. machines, yep. and they were pretty popular. People were still playing those. But it was like the older guys. But I said to Eric that one of the problems, I, I would walk to the arcade – and there were rules and things like that. I'm not good with that, and especially as a little kid who rules? had yeah, like putting the quarters on. You know, I, I had oh, no idea. Yeah, and oh, social that. rules. Yeah, so yeah. social rules. Like not spitting. Don't light exactly. a fire. You know? yeah, yeah, don't yeah. don't fart in somebody's face. Stuff like that. But uh, it, what, even what? though here's the thing, though, you go to a place like that, and it doesn't even matter the because rules. if I didn't know the rules. It didn't matter if there was a million rules or one rule. I didn't know the rules and and didn't know anything about it. I told Eric one of the most excruciating things for me was going to that goddamn change machine because for some reason a change machine and little Jim Warner didn't it never mixed and I oh, would yeah. sit there with a fucking and I said I think it's because I didn't have a wallet so I would have a dollar and I'd crumple it up in my pocket yeah. it would never work and people would yell at me and then I'd just run away and I'd go and, and you buy. would never talk to the human person that was giving out quarters no. up no so there was right, this no, guy no, no there was this old guy when I first went he was weird so I stayed oh, that, that might have been the guy who gives you drugs oh, awesome yeah uh, later on in, in my day the guy i ended up knowing the guy who was the guy who gave change so but then i was too old by by the time i was now probably, he's the guy who asked for change yeah no <laughs> by the time i was like 10th grade or something i i was done uh but yeah i really like the idea though like you would walk up to the arcade and it'd be this dark fucking room and just the the noise and the, and the visuals of the games i really did like but i was more of yeah. a guy who went to the arcade I, and watched people play and uh, because I didn't have a lot of money and I was cheap. I really was. If I had two dollars, I, I would really. And also, I'm one of those guys. I don't know about you, but you go into a store and you have two dollars. And I'm one that it would take me a fucking five hours to decide what to buy because I didn't want to waste the money. By then, everybody was leaving. But it just that. Well, pretty I think much, we've established that you are insane. 
Yes, that, that, well, this that is the problem. Is, yeah, and that would what would happen at the arcade with me. Uh, my insanity would be to the extreme. I'd be scared. I don't like people watching me play games either. Or so I'd all. have problems with that. So the minute that consoles came out, I'm talking like the Atari 2600. While the games, you know, weren't any bit That's comparable the to the arcade deal. The no, I was more. I, I'm telling you, the, the 2600 was really the the first one to me that really yeah. had the arcade games. So like it was. the Asteroids, it was, it was. which was awful. But I would rather <laughs> play that at home with uh, fucking orange asteroids than actually oh, yeah. play with the the real Pac-Man vector graphics because. Uh, but yeah, that was my pretty much my whole arcade experience is me being for, petrified. For me. A big yeah. made fun of, but yeah. What about you, Reg? As a kid, for me, I, there was a train line near me that went right into Pennsylvania Station in uh, Manhattan, New York City, yeah. uh, New York State, and uh, they had two arcades in there. One of them, I think, was called Family Amusements, and that one also had skee ball and some hoops. Yeah. And that at that place, you got tickets, and uh, they had some pretty crazy games in there. And the other one, I don't even know if it had a name. It was like just down by a subway entrance. Arcade. And that one. That one was really dark and, like, scary, but that actually also had, like, more of the cooler games and more actual pinball uh, machines. Oh, yeah. So we would go down there and play games there, and I was, like, 10, 11, and not really knowing what was going on, sort of oblivious to the world. And I do remember one time playing, playing Spy Hunter while a kid was getting mugged at the machine right next to me, and I just <laughs> didn't do anything. I just kind of, like, keep me. your eyes forward. It's the one time I was in New York. This is why I'm afraid. I was getting mugged. Some <laughs> fucking guy I look over with a Mets cap fucking laughing at me. Yeah. You know, the, the Spy Hunter. There you go. Fucking, I get, but, yeah, it's pretty awesome that's game. Beyond that, most, of my, most of my arcade experiences, there was another arcade near me. There was one. There were a couple, actually, in my neighborhood, but really it would have been the pizza place or the deli. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, like I didn't really go to many arcades. It was just well, that, the games the were everywhere at one time. Like we were saying, we were talking before here. Uh, once it became big, then every place had a video game. And in fact, I, we talked about Journey Escape. I actually played Journey Escape a couple times at the supermarket in town, and the, I think the like it was a uh, Acme. They had machines. They also had uh, Not what like, I lived here. at the pizza place. You were just you weren't old enough then. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is the like, explosion was like '83. Yeah, it, it really yeah. was like like the dentist office would have a, a, every a, a place video game you could cab- not go. Like uh, Eric, the Seven Eleven near your house at one point had I think four machines. Oh yeah, I remember the Seven Eleven down in uh, Hatboro. They used yeah. to have machines up to the one like but like as I moved to Quakertown, they didn't have shit up here yeah. when I moved. But I mean, when did you move to Quakertown? Wasn't that in the the '90s or? Yeah, yeah. I'm te- like Reggie said, like eighty one to eighty three. Like everybody I, I was, wanted a I was piece. One of, and two. Yeah, everybody wanted a piece of these games. You could not go anywhere without at least one machine, and that was where, like we said, even to this day, you have them at like the bowling alleys and stuff like that. There was the arcade at yeah. the the roller rink that I used to yeah. go to, yep, and yep. even then, every time though, every time I would go to these places, even if it was like. You could go to the doctor's office and you look around. There's some shady character hanging out at the the video game. Thing. But I said also to Eric, one of the big things before Eric says, one thing I did really like about the arcade, while I don't like to be around any people, uh, it was a cool thing because that was one of the first things that I actually did besides just, you know, playing sports with my friends or whatever. That was like an activity that my parents were, were not involved with at all. 
So I was 10 or 11. Up until then, watching TV, they would always be there making me watch what they want to watch. They wanted no parts of these arcade things. So it was something that was cool for me to go. And finally, I was doing something that they weren't involved, and I thought it was neat. But still, I was I was petrified. I really was. Uh, But yeah, Eric, what about you and your... Early See, memories. I had the complete opposite of you where I saw my father every other week, and my father was a big kid, so we would always go to the mall because the mall would always have an arcade, or we'd hit yeah. up other places. Like Later in life, like uh, in the early 90s, there would be a, a retro arcade place called Odysseyland. That just yeah, had and that's, here's machines. the funny thing is it, that was a retro when you did. I actually went there when probably like 85, 86, it was there. I looked it up. It was the place that I went. That's where I used to watch people because I don't – when you went, did it have like – the monitors above the machine still and no, stuff like that no, if people no, are playing because like that. Dragon's Lair at that Odyssey land in, in Montgomeryville is where near me and Eric, uh, they'd have like the, the Dragon's Lair machine and then like three monitors above it where people would gather and watch it See, scared the crap out of you, you gotta understand the Odyssey <laughs> land by the time I hit it up, like I don't know if my father ever knew about it because I was only at that place the one time, but I, it was about the size of like a basketball court. Yeah. And yeah. we were the only ones in there. Really, yeah. So I think so it hit some jammed, really right? hard times at that yeah. point. Well, like and really, the tail it, end of the Odyssey there. when you went there, it, that when I used to go, that it was well lit. Like that was one of the oh, only yeah, places that, hell. yeah, the, that was one of the only arcade places I went that was actually well lit. And it seemed that one seemed like it wasn't as scary. It's just that almost seemed like when people would go, they were like really serious about playing, and if you suck, they boo you. It was awful. I'm telling you, it was like my worst nightmare. Uh, but, uh, but I did go, like going with, going with this. So like my father and I, like my earliest memories of like, you know, we were going, we'd hang out and do shit like this and we'd go to arcades. And it was funny to me because you're talking about, you know, I'm off on my own. I'm not doing something my parents ever did. Me and my father would go and we would separate. We had two different ideas of games we wanted to play. And he's like, yeah. all right, we'll meet back up when we're out of money. All right. Just Dad. you all by yourself. Yeah, I just walk thing. around and I just ch- check out all the different games and I, you know, I'd actually hold on because I only had a select bit of money with me, so I really had to pick and choose what games yeah. I wanted to play here. Well, and most other I times, I like I would just hang out. Say we're at a mall with like just doing stuff for uh, like at the Regal, uh, not the Regal, the Richland Town Mall here. My mother was going shopping, I tagged along. I would just hang out at the arcade called Champions, even if I had any money or not. I just liked looking at the games yeah, and being in that like dark environment. Out. And it's just yeah. nice and cool in there. It's just someplace I always wanted to be growing up. And even like, you know, you guys talk, we would go to the bowling alleys and shit like that. I would hang out in the goddamn arcade the whole time. Thunderbird mm-hmm. Lanes, Earl Bowls here in Quakertown. And mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, that's where I first saw the Nightmare on Elm Street pinball machine. And I just loved looking at it, if yeah, I had the, money or not. Yeah, the big thing at the Earl Bowl Lanes, the bowling alley in town, uh, they had that Atari X's and O's game, the football yeah. game with the trackball, and I used to play that there. And yeah, everybody else, if we would, it was a weird thing. Like everybody would decide to go bowling. I'm not a big bowler, so I would do yeah, the same thing. Bowling. I might even just sit there and, and look at the games in that little arcade and things like that. But also, uh, I I'm sure Reggie remembers as well. One of the biggest things. When I was in uh, elementary, I guess this would have been like 11 or whatever. I was kind of getting out of elementary and going into to middle school or whatever. But when we used to have those, uh, the book clubs, you know, the the book thing mm-hmm. each month, it, it was like littered. Me, it it was. was littered with, you know, beat Pac-Man and, and this. Oh, yeah. And oh, my all God. At one point, my for brother a couple had of years, a bunch of those. Yeah. You know, the first, point, the first Pac-Man was. Fever album, the sleeve of the album had the way to beat. Yeah. 
Pac-Man yeah. on the slow and fast version because they were all patterns that you could do to beat Pac-Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's why when, when I found out uh, Pac-Man is one of my uh, games that I get furious at because I was terrible. And I just I said w- one of the things about these games when we talk, y- you will know what games I was decent at because they are my top games because others I would get so angry that I was not good, but I did not have the money or the patience to try yeah. to get better. And when I actually found out there was a pattern for Pac-Man, it made me fucking furious. I was so <laughs> angry thinking that, you know, all this time I'm trying to do, I was terrible and, uh, it, there was a pattern, but yeah, there was all those like, you know, beat Donkey Kong and do that. Oh, they, they were yep. constant in those book clubs because it was just so big. And I, I used to have, I think I had a Space Invaders poster at one point. I used yeah, to yeah, have you like, at the merchandising. I know Pac-Man yeah. had a really robust set of sticker cards yeah, that just yep. went on and on and on. Yeah, all I of it didn't a, actually win. I really go back to think about it. One of my earliest like t-shirts that I really, really liked. I had this just plain like Atari, the Atari symbol t-shirt. I Classic. really liked that. And, uh, yeah, and I just Jim I the was, hipster strikes It was again. weird though. The the problem like I said, we talk about these and my memories are all about just kind of the culture of it, being afraid of stuff, and really my my love of video games, which I get I love video games. And before we did anything with comics, before I even touched a comic, video games were my big thing. It was always console stuff at home, uh not at well. the arcade. Uh, but I did have some favorites. But uh, you want to get on with that, or do you have anything else to say about your your fond memories of dirty, stinky arcades with people with drugs and trying to uh, fucking? Uh, I don't remember them being stinky. They had that yeah. nice ozone smell to me. Yeah, I thought the I, drugs were great personally, but yeah, <laughs> like I said, that's it might have been a big pull for other people, but yeah, to me it was the next step of the. See, that was the, the roller pool rink hall. for me. Yeah, the roller yeah. rink is like a cesspool of fucking syphilis or something. I, I did not like uh, my my one buddy Herb. His sister would take us to the uh, the roller rink, and she would just make out with everybody there. It was crazy. Not and every me. time Herb would say, "Who the hell's that?" Oh, a friend. And that was the big joke. And yeah, we'd play arcade games. I don't know why that girl has anything slug, to do with arcade all. games. She was. She really was. But she got us there and we played some games there. But I told Dude. Eric too, there's two things I really don't like to do on roller skates and that's eat, uh, fries and play video or games skate. because I'd always fall. I'd always fall. I was not a, a great, uh, roller skater in no, my you, early days. You were at the <laughs> roller rink playing video games. Whenever I'd go there, freaking, there was like a three by four freaking cement room off to the side, which was the smoking section. I would just sit in there and smoke. Yeah, I didn't do wow. that. Uh, my, my favorite thing at the roller, we, we should make this just for the hell of it about the roller rink. Cause I would get in fights with people because they'd have that time. When you went to the roller rink, did they have like a stop where they had races? Did they oh, ever yeah, do yeah. that with? Yeah, that was, that's when I shine because I, I can go very fast. You can't stop. Just can't stop or turn and very you're competitive. well. Oh yeah. Oh, I would try to trip people. It was a, it was a disaster. And then I, and I, that's I the competitive, not a horrible cheater. No, that was well, the, two the, different things. They're right? the same. Uh, the worst oh. though, the worst now, give you a hint. When you don't drive yourself somewhere, don't really get in a fight with people because you might not be able to leave the place right oh, yeah. away. And there yeah. were times when I'm like, Herb, we got to get the fuck out of here. And we couldn't find his sister, Sharon, because she was making out with a friend. She's and then we'd have to hide. Somewhere. It was Man. crazy. But, yeah, we're going to start with number five, obviously, and uh, work our way down. And we're going to start with you, Reggie. What is your number five arcade game? My number five arcade game that I actually love a lot is Burger Time. came out by Data East in 1982. This is the one where you sort of walk across uh, these platforms 
and make uh, parts of a burger drop down to the ground to assemble four burgers at the bottom of the screen while being attacked by Mr. Pickle, Mr. Hot Dog, and Mr. Egg. Yes. What the fuck's Mr. Pickle's problem? I don't What's know. What's Mr. Hot Dog's problem? Is a hot dog part of a burger? You no, know, that's just, a he's just upset. He's, an he's man. He wants to have he wants to have hot dog time, but it's, yeah. it's burger time. He's, he's uh, fucked up about it. Burger this Time is, is one of those games I could never really like. I played it a lot on the Nintendo. I've actually never seen Burger Time arcade, but like I just like I, I don't want to be putting a goddamn hamburger together. It's my whole the, the NES is real close. Well, I mean the the burger is just mechanic, but it really oh, is a tough game, and the, the timing you pull off like. I'd say I, I definitely did play it in the arcade, but I logged in many more hours on the NES. Well, and it's you basically you have to that. play it, you know, yeah, a hundred times, and then you get real good at it. That's again, that's the only buddy, way to do it. a lot of these things will lead to the console talk. Uh, and my buddy Herb, I talked about, and this is like I I realize now when we're talking that I really hung out with Herb a lot at this these times around this time, and uh, his dad loved Burger Time, and his dad actually, now that I think of it, came went to the arcades. Uh, with us occasionally with me and Herb would take us there and that was his favorite game Burger Time and I I never played it myself I actually have never played Burger Time really what do you do with the pepper you well that's the, so there's people back well yeah you know they only they only freeze the antagonist either Mr. Pickle Mr. but Hunt, it is with Mr. the pepper Egg. right because yeah. Herb's yeah. dad used three, to laugh you get three of them okay. per game yeah, see, Not this is, I only watched so Herb. them all on the first board, you're, you're pretty yeah. much done. So Herb's dad thought it was the funniest thing with the pepper. I still remember this day, him giggling and talking about the pepper. And I just, it just didn't interest me at all. It's Burger a crazy time. mechanic, though, because you don't even get to, like, kill them. You no. just stun them. So the idea is you stun them on a patty or a bun, and then you make it drop to the bottom. Yeah, then There's a whole, like, like, like I, I said, Basically, the only way to get good at it is at the arcade to pump about fifty bucks into it. Yeah, and then that's, again, that's what kid why has I, fifty bucks. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so most of these, and work. really, that's what we're saying. Or what I said earlier is the perfect video game uh, that a uh, by uh, somebody would be developing is one that can't be defeated yeah. and one Aver- that you average play is seven seconds. Yes, I think, and you'd have like to that, have, but like it had perfect. to have this addictive quality and and make it seem like you could get better. If you kept trying, and uh, yeah, and to get me to part with a quarter, that's tough. That is tough stuff. I mean, we but, were we were talking about it earlier today, where we, we were trying to think like what would be the best, not our favorites, but what would be the best freaking arcade game like that. And I think we both came to a consensus on Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong, and it's not in my top. It's not my top five. Mine either. And, I but love I, playing it though. At Reggie, it's in Reggie's. Oh no, that's it's, the first game. Yeah, uh, when we talk about it's that one later. One of the toughest, toughest games. Yeah, it it's, is it's to me. It's like it to me that seems like the perfect game. But again, I didn't play it that much in the arcade. And I tried to keep my list to what I played in the yeah. arcade and not at home. I played it more on a console. Whew, I played the shit out of that game on the ColecoVision. That was a great version. But yeah, my I had, number five. I had a double card of Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., yeah. and I played the shit out of them. And my number five game is Defender, and that was in 1981 by Williams Electronics. So and Defender. I'm sure, I'm sure most people, yeah, I'm sure most people have played or seen Defender, but this starts like my big thing is most of my games that I, I really, really enjoyed I love the Vetrex graphics. I, yeah, I yeah. really like the the look of them. I like, especially in a in a dark arcade. I think they're the greatest. And Defender is you, you're a ship. You're flying around. It's an unknown 
planet, which uh, made me laugh because I used to come up with ideas of what was going planet on X, in these Jimmy. games. But the objects to destroy the alien invaders, you know, protect the astronauts on the landscape from abduction. Like the, the ships go, they pick them up. And as they pick them up, you have to shoot them, shoot the ship so that the, the astronauts go and you save them. But if you don't, they turn into these fucking mutant attack ships that go nuts on you. And it really, that, it, you were it was telling a, me about it earlier today. It's like, I know defender. I've seen it. Yeah. I always forget it confused with other games can yeah. never figure out what the hell it is. But like, I think, I, right now well, it, it had a sequel hyperspace, which yeah, is hyperspace. essentially the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So you why, might be confusing. I it with think that. why I really liked it was it was one of those where you, you went back and you know, it was side scrolling per se. Yeah. You're going up yeah. and down, but it, it also had a five, though. it had a five button attack deal. It had a lot going on, but also you could go to like the next screen and there was a, you know, a landscape going. It wasn't just like space invaders where you're just stuck there and going back and forth in this one screen and shooting and, and stuff like that. You have to little me, triangle mountains in the background. Yeah. yeah to me, yeah. And, but to me, it made it seem bigger. It's, Plus it's there was like, like that mini map, right? This had yes, to be the there was the mini map on there, and that's that really where was you would like, see made it that. seem like you were in an expansive yes. place. That's what I'm saying. It looked, it seemed huge to me. And on the mini map, you could actually see the aliens pick up the astronauts, and it might be three right. screens from there. And you go to get it, and you got to shoot them down. But also, I really like at the point there's the smart bomb button that you hit. You only have a couple that's of right. those. And when you hit it, everything on the screen blows up. It's very similar. Doesn't Robotron have a very similar thing at a point, or do they not? I don't. No, they I don't have it. it. But a lot, For some a lot reason, of games I thought. have that mechanic. But I really that like we... that. But my problem is, as anything, I overdo whatever you have that's that's big like that. I'd hit that smart bomb constantly. I'd run out, and then I was fucked. Uh, but I really like that. And to me, that was also in that time, like the 1981 uh, around that time, I thought that this game, uh, Defender, had the best sound effects. I loved the sound effects. I thought it was really cool. We were talking uh, at work today about that warp at the end. As soon as you yeah, beat the level, you I warp out it. that awesome sound yeah. you get. I, I love it. But yeah, uh, I played yeah, a lot of it, but I didn't. I didn't have. I had this on the computer for a while, like the uh, the Atari and stuff like that. It, it didn't really transfer well. Uh, to the home yeah. console to me. I, I was not a big fan of the console. I think I version. had it on DOS. Yeah, yeah. I really, I love the Vectrex. I still do. And I wanted the, the Vectrex console uh, when that came oh, out. Yes. I, I wasn't oh, that allowed was to so awesome. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to get it. My dad wouldn't get it for me. They got me an Atari 2600 for some reason. I think I got the 2600 first and then heard about the Vectrex and wanted to get it. Or maybe I wanted it before and they couldn't afford it. I don't know. But I really wanted it and never got it. Say a twenty six hundred was the ultimate console until Nintendo came out, though. Yeah, yeah. Like that's all you really need. That trucks was really expensive, as I recall, because you had to buy the TV with it. I didn't. I never had it myself, but my friends. Yeah, it had that little. It had the little TV. It had the little thing, and it had overlays and stuff, and and that nonsense. Fucking overlays. But boy, I I really (laughs) wanted that because just. And Defender and all those games, you'll see most of them are Vectrex games that I really like. Uh, But Eric, what's your number five? Mine is Tempest from 1981 Atari. Like, I'm telling you, I was born later than you guys. I wasn't even born in 81. I played a shitload of Tempest. And if I, you guys are talking about stories and stuff like that. I have no idea what the story is to Tempest. I just know that you go around in a circle and you blast these things coming at you in a kind of a 3D environment. Yeah. And at I'm the end, talk, using talking a about a rollerball of all yeah, things. A rollerball. Yeah, I'll tell you before you go on, number one, hate rollerballs in any game. 
And well, I was not. Uh, Tempest should be one. I'm just talking about the Vetrix, like graphics and whatnot. I hated Tempest. I, I fucking hated it. I was terrible at it. Reggie, didn't you tell me at one point your brother was big in Tempest? Yeah, it's funny you even bring it up. But yeah, my, my brother was a huge Tempest fiend. And I'd say the first time I remember him really getting in trouble, he was like, I don't know, nine or something. And he was, stayed out till 9 p.m. playing Tempest. Playing like Tempest. Some, I remember when when I first started away. talking to you, you mentioned Tempest in your book. Yeah, he loved but Eric, Tempest. But uh, what else about Tempest? Well, yeah, it's he, funny, though, too, because like we talked about Odysseyland, that arcade place I used to go to. And um, I really was not impressed because these were all retro games at this point. I'm talking about this is like the early 90s. And like we're talking about games from like the late 70s, early 80s, all in this place. And I wasn't really impressed because at this point I've been playing Nintendo. I, there's all these new arcade games and shit like that. So yeah. when I went here, I'm like, okay, what's – oh, Dr. Mario. Okay. And, ooh, some Pac-Man. But Tempest was something I could always rely on. That and, like, Galaga and shit like that. Yeah. I Over at Frank's Pizza down the street from where I live, they had a Tempest there. And this perfect goddamn – if you get a little pizza grease on your goddamn hand, that rollerball, that was fucking a miracle worker right there. And I could I could run that goddamn thing so fucking much. It just brought so much joy. And talking about the end of the Defender when you would beat the level and you'd get that warp sound, yeah. when you would clear the freaking Tempest thing and that would – That sound I, was amazing just, to me. For me, I would just start spinning that thing and just firing away. I never took any time to like kind of take time to, to learn anything about it. I would just go nuts. <laughs> you just like the mechanic. And of, I'm telling you, I think that what uh, I think that I actually played Quicks before Tempest, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I hated Quicks so much. And for some reason, that transferred into my hate for Tempest. Tempest may be one of my least favorite games ever. It's one of my buddies, Pete's favorite game of all time and he spent years trying to get me in the tempest including uh the jaguar console came out the atari jaguar and they had tempest 2000 which is still pretty much listed as one of their best games yeah, on I never that got system to play that. and i fucking hated it i couldn't stand it i, I don't How know did what you it feel is. about centipede though was it were I you okay with centipede. the roller here's ball? the thing yeah. though i think that in the games that i like to play there has to be some sort of and eric spelled it out completely why i think i hate it it's almost like why i never really got into say tetris as well i need yeah. to at least be able to make up a story in my head. What the fuck story can you make yeah, up with I could, Tempest? I can never tell you what the story is. I probably could probably look it up, and there's something that will tell me the story of Tempest. I uh, yeah. have no idea it's what it's a story it could of be, stealing though. quarters from kids. Uh, like all of a sudden, <laughs> you're at the end of a boom tube, and something's coming out of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I need something to wrap my head around. Though sometimes, and we'll hear later of one of my least favorite things is because of the story involved in my head about it as well. But I need something to. Okay, I'm gonna play this game even like donkey kong okay i'm gonna have to even if i don't know what the real story Pauline, was yeah and even if i don't even know that it's just like okay i gotta grab a hammer and do this and save the woman and there you go and I, at least i have something to go for get your damn hands off you damn dirty yeah, ape. yeah tempest to me it's just like i you gotta get through this uh, to get to the next board and eventually i'll lose oh, yeah, and i'll be broke points. It's all about but yeah, point. yeah, that's all it was, and I, I just wasn't in that that crazy mode. But uh, uh, we're up to that number four. Then we're gonna fucking roll along here, Reggie. What is yeah. your number four game? My number four game is Outrun. That's uh, 1986 by Sega, and this would specifically be the sit-down deluxe cabinet version that had hydraulic. Ooh, fancy. It, it, so when you went off the road, it actually rumbled and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't uh, remember that. It was. It was it's so awesome. This is definitely one of one that would go in my dream personal arcade for when I'm very rich, you know, when that's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, I can't wait for that too. 
you the, know, this game yeah. obviously the, the the big claim for fame here was over that here. <laughs> it would um, is that you would drive along and then you could choose a right or left. There would be these uh, almost endless forks, or it would seem endless. Basically, they had programmed a lot of different ways that you could fork out into this game, and that was supposed to be a big whoop. Plus, it had a well, radio where you it could sounds pick pretty three bad. songs. I say I never played Outrun. Um, that sounds badass, for, especially for '86, where you could take turns and shit like that. That sounds amazing for that time. Yeah. The racing by itself actually was boring, but then you, you would choose like left or right, and then you'd end up in like, I don't know, desert land, and then you'd be <laughs> going through jungle land. And depending, like, you really could play it, I don't know, probably a couple dozen different ways, all the left and rights. But the other funny thing was you, you so you were in a convertible Ferrari mm-hmm. uh, with a blonde girl next to you, and then That's if you what crashed, made me laugh. Your car you know would kind of flip around, and she I, you'd just be sitting in it. Though. Yeah, I'm yeah, a goddamn liar. I played a lot of Outrun because I, I, I just thought did. about it, and I'm like, you know what? This sounds very familiar. I'm like, I could not picture it. We were talking about it earlier, but like, yeah, we did take turns, and then there was that blonde with the freaking flowing yeah, blonde, the blonde hair going. Nothing on. happened to her. She was a she was a or you you know yeah you guys stayed in the car and then you and uh, it, uh, like I was saying too, you also had a radio station where you could pick yep. three songs. All of them sucked, and they were. I looked it up. It was Passing Breeze, Splash Wave, and I always played yeah. Magical Sound Ooh, Shower. Magi- this, uh, it's funny because this That's- led into like, and I, I did play a bit of Outrun, but it also, as each year came and they had the, the newer one, the one that I remember most is that Daytona, uh, that sounded like Sammy Hagar had the, uh, soundtrack. Oh, right, Do you remember right, that? Right, Daytona! Yeah. And it would just yeah. play constantly, and I they wanted had to fucking, the Regal Theater. I wanted like, to kill like, that machine. When, when I worked there when I was 16 years old, that game would—you just hear that over yeah, and it would over be over and over, and, over. and it always—I always thought it was Sammy Hagar, and it would drive <laughs> me nuts. But I—I I played a lot of Outrun actually. I really—it's weird. I don't like racing games per se, but I actually liked arcade racing games, like even like Spy Hunter and uh, Road Blaster. I played those as well. But Outrun was pretty well, cause, cool because you get to hold the wheel or some kind of you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was something like, cool. Interface or something. Yeah. Yeah, See, the, gr- cool. the greatest racing game I ever played was like it was like at a Dave and Buster's kind of place. I don't think it was that place, but it was like it. But it was a speed racer game where you actually had the buttons on the steering wheel like you had in the cartoon to do different things while yeah. you're racing, yeah. and it was amazing. But I was telling Jim earlier today when we were talking about this podcast where I don't like racing games though because that fucking clock is ticking down. I'm like. This is fucking bullshit. I'm never going to make it. And I just have to keep pumping quarters in this goddamn thing. And it was one of those things as you're going, like you'd get to that marker that you had to get to reset yeah. the clock. And each time you get to that marker again, you realize you're like two seconds slower than before. Yeah. You're like, eh, it's fucking, you're, you're in big And it would trouble. drive me nuts. And like my yeah. anxiety would go insane at this point, just watching this goddamn clock tick down. Yeah, I, I like racing. And it is funny. Yeah, that performance that, anxiety. Yes. Like, the constantly. thing I do remember the most about OutRun is that the blonde that's sitting with you, I'm like, that's pretty cool. You're, it's weird. Yeah, you're racing you're around a like in a shot. convertible with a blonde. <laughs> and weren't there a lot of like people on the side of the oh, road? Yeah. Was that was that outrun where they were all just yeah, yeah. There well, cheering as, you as on? You and... came into every yeah, like you would come into sections where they would be in, in bleachers and stuff, and yeah. then as you came into every pit stop, there'd be like a, a huge crowd there. Yeah, they'd be going nuts. Yeah, and you're right though. The the steering wheel is what probably did it for me and all those type of games. Oh, I remember. I'd be like, you fucking ass, I wanted to kill that. And, uh, now it's stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh, there's the the ones that, like, I, I do have some that I really do like, the sound effects and the songs or whatever. Uh, one I didn't like uh, with along with Daytona. I think it was Daytona USA, wasn't it? The actual name of the game. I, I can't remember, but the one was Berserk. 
that you'd just go by and you'd hear the, get the humanoid, get the humanoid, fight like a robot. Yeah, I fucking killed them. But yeah, my number four intruder is... Alert, intruder, <laughs> oh, yeah. alert. Berserk. intruder alert. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. What was Berserk that? about? Berserk was just a... It had uh, robots that they'd shoot you and you'd have to go through a maze kind of thing. Yeah, the, okay. all these Battlestar Galactica robots, you would shoot yeah. them. And if yeah. you hung out too long, a uh, horrible head would yeah, bounce through. Yeah, a big head would come in. Yeah, and I don't the, remember what, Berserk really, at all. <laughs> people, people go on and on about how bad the uh, Pac-Man conversion was for the atari 2600 let me tell you the berserk the berserk was was almost as bad do you remember berserk that it was it was awful and i never see oh my god i never see anybody making fun of that it's always pac-man like and the big thing with pac-man is instead of dots they were fucking little like you know little bars that you would eat because they couldn't get the whole thing was like stretched out the way the way the pickles were arranged i'm telling you also because it kept flickering as it moved that was the big problem i looked it up i I have steam berserk i never played in the arcade though this is like one of those things i I don't know if it was like an atari like emulator or something like that i might have played yeah oh the the 2600 version of it is fucking awful it is so bad uh yeah, my number four game is Star Castle. And it's funny when I say it. I always say Star Castles, but it is Star Castle by 19, it came out in 1980 by Cinematronics. And it's oh, funny Cinematronics, too. Huh? Yeah, it's funny too because I, I'm going through this and I'm like, okay, who did, de- like, boy, it was a very small company. This is why this is the game that I said earlier they had at our pizza place. And it became, I don't, it, it's one of those games where, and it is a Vetrex type game. Uh, looks a lot like a, well, here's the deal. It was, if you've ever played Yars Revenge. Yeah, it, I'm looking at it right now. That's Star about. Castles yep. was the inspiration for Yars Revenge. And what there were, there were three, uh, concentric rotating energy shields around this big gun. Circles, Jim. Circles. And yeah, and you'd, you'd shoot <laughs> these. And as you shot them, they have these little, uh, like mines that would come around. You'd have to avoid or destroy them and you'd have to get this. And the big thing though was that, at a point, these circles are spinning all three different, you know, deal going. Yeah, and you'd yeah. have to shoot through the three at points. And to me, at this point in 1980, that was at that point the closest thing that I ever could think of of the Death Star, of destroying right. the Death Star to me. That it That's almost, cool. and I really, I really kind of twisted and turned it in my head to make it like that. But that's oh, I why I that. really, I really, really <laughs> liked it. And they had it at the pizza place, and Star people would line Castle. up to play this. Yeah, now, and, you, and when you say the pizza place, do you mean Frank's or Pizza Hut? No, Pizza Ronda. It was at. Oh, the Pizza Ronda okay. was at, and this is the place where it was near where I lived, and that was where my dad ate probably four out of you know seven days a week at least. <laughs> so I would actually, and I was a young kid, so I'd have to go with him, and he'd sit there and he'd order two pizzas, a pitcher of soda. This was just for him. And then he, this is, see, I told you, I'll always mix food in anything we talk about. He would get the pizza and salt, put salt on the pizza to the point where it was almost white. And um, I couldn't eat it. It was too much. So instead of me eating this awful pizza with him, also, also, no, the the (laughs) other bet, here's what he would do. I'm allergic to garlic. He would order a garlic pizza. Thanks for like, that, you nice. fucking jerk. There you so go. I would actually ask him, and he would probably give me a dollar, and I would play that. But then as I got older, they kept this machine 
there for a long time. So that became a place where people, because it was near the movie theater, so yeah. people would hang out. You'd go out, you'd get a slice of pizza, and then go see a movie. But this machine, like I'm telling you, at my age in Quakertown, a lot of people probably know this game because it was one that was just there at this place that people hung out as well. And see, I, don't I, mean, I really yeah, liked Star it. Castle, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do some drugs and abduct some yeah. kids. No, that was the best though, because for the most part, me and my dad would be there and my mom. But this would probably be at five o'clock on a Wednesday. Nobody else would be there, so I didn't have to have people fucking over my shoulder or making no fun drugs. of me. And I was actually, pretty, yeah, no drugs, uh, quote unquote drugs. Uh, but I, I got pretty good at it. And I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, that was just it, least, it's I'm such saying, a you weird had that game. Going on. When I every time I would go to Rhonda's when I moved here, all we had was some kind of pinball machine. It wasn't anything good because it's not even worth remembering. It seems like because yeah. I have no idea which pinball game it was. It was just pinball there. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny you mentioned uh, the Pizza Hut. The Pizza Hut was big because they had a sit down tabletop machine, and that was yeah. one of the few places that I a knew. And when I was there, yeah, it was a, a cocktail like that, uh, yeah. cocktail table style of uh, Miss Pac Man. And I really did uh, enjoy it because it was the cocktail. T- I didn't like the game. I, I'm one of the few, it seems, that actually likes or didn't like Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man. Well, we know you don't like strong female characters. That's true. That's already I'd well say, known. She was more than Pac-Man with that, a bow is what I heard. Like, I didn't want to hear that. You put that bow on the that. Pac-Man, give a little lipstick, and Jim's like, this don't. is fucking bullshit. No, that's fine. If, if it's a transgendered Pac-Man, I'm all in. If it's actually a woman, I'm out. You know, that's, that's the problem. But, Eric, what is your number four game? My number four game is a weird one for me because it's only a game I played one time, and it is Time Traveler from 1991 by Sega. And my father and my stepmother and my brothers and sisters, we were all in, like at the beach. So my, my, my stepmother had a beach house when we were kids, but like we're all on the boardwalk just going around. There was this big-ass arcade, and from my child memory, it, was, it seemed like a gigantic place, almost like a casino, but just of arcade games. That's how big mm-hmm. it seemed. And I came across this goddamn time traveler, uh, you know, cabinet. That, I don't even know if you could call it a cabinet. It was, I don't know if anybody's heard of this game. It is a goddamn hologram where you were yeah. pretty much watching a holographic kind of movie where you were a cowboy going through time and killing Indians. Yeah, it, to me it looked, it was very much like a projection television. Yeah. Uh, that when those first projection TVs came that really had problems with burning shit in the screen oh, yeah. and stuff, that's what it looked like. Cause yeah, I played it. Me and Eric both, uh, laughed because I think I played it only once as well. Hey, because done, it was that great adventure. The, yeah, it might have been an even great adventure when yeah, I went. I don't that's know. What I this played. A, yeah, that sounds like a dollar game right there, to be honest oh, no, with you. Or I think it was more than that at that point. Yeah. And it had to, I, like, this came out in 91. It had to have been around 91 when I played it, thinking of the timeline here. But I played it one time, and the, all it is is a joystick and one button. Because all you have to do is go to the kill, like left or right. Hit yeah. the button to pull your gun and kill it. And it's all yeah. like, you know, like a movie you're watching. It like was a, a movie. Cowboy killed the Indian. And you have to be quick because they'll come out of nowhere. And it's all holographic. And it was amazing. It blew my goddamn little mind. Nah. You know, I'm, I'm having vague memories of this. But I don't know if I'm just maybe thinking of something else. But well, it's, suddenly, it's funny like, because, talking yeah. about the Western theme really is yeah. bringing something back Well, it's back funny because there was another game that I played that was more of a – it might have been the same game, but it was more a movie. What it would start with like a cowboy and he'd turn like – 
hey there, partner, you going to yeah. come with me to go? And it might be the same one, but yeah, and at one point there's like some fucking dance hall girl that's like, oh, you're my greatest hero. And then I <laughs> shoot her because I don't need to hear that. But no, I, I played, I think it's the same one, though. I did play at Great Adventure. And I, it's I'm funny. Any, anybody listening to this, though, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, look it up on YouTube because it's still, to this day, I think it looks amazing and it blows my mind it every time I Eric's see mind. it. It's funny you mentioned the, uh, like, at the shore or whatever. And I, I know a lot of people play games on the boardwalk and things like that. Uh, when I was a kid, like, I, I stopped going to the shore. Well, I got the shit beat out of me. But even before that, we'd, uh, <laughs> we would go, my family would go, and I might be the only one who was very, well, not the only one because they still have them around, but I was so intrigued by the thing that pushes the quarters and then you put another quarter and it pushes them and you try to win all the oh, quarters yeah. to come oh, out. Oh, God. That, that, uh, you could, I would be there just – I thought that I was going to be rich. And, you know, the, you're the gambling thing, on. Yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't play <laughs> games. I'd do that. And the worst was when they'd have like a $5 bill like laying amongst the oh, – it drove me nuts. I'd play that all the time, freaking lose my money. And like that and the, the goddamn crane game. I, I had big fucking ideas with that too, which I, I told – Eric, I think I told you. My dad – uh God rest his soul, had Ooh. never once lost in the crane game that I've ever seen. The guy could win at that goddamn crane game no matter what, but yeah. Uh, but I'm the, looking, I just looked it up now because one of the other attractions of this boardwalk that we always had to go to because my father insisted because it scared the living shit out, out of me was this place called Dracula's Castle. And yeah. it was in Wildwood, New Jersey. Yep. So it had to have been the same goddamn boardwalk where this fucking arcade was because yeah. we we're always at this place terrifying me at Dracula's Castle. It's weird, too. It's, it's weird because I think that that's also a place when I was a kid, they also had uh, near there because I remember Dracula's Castle also, but it also had a mirror maze as well. And we would go in that. And See, they had a mirror maze at the last time I was at Ocean City, Maryland. It was okay. like part of the Ripley's yeah, Believe It or you, Not. This, to me, this would have been 77, that, yeah. you know, way before even a lot of these games were talking about that they had that, that crazy and, Dracula's Castle. It's funny. Castle I, I looked it up because I thought of Dracula's Castle. So I looked it up to see what beach it was on because it's no longer there. But there's a YouTube video from Dracula's Castle, 1991. Really? I'm like, Fuck, I might be in this goddamn Whoa. video. Yeah, nice. Well, the next bit, before we move on to our number three, I figured we'd have a little kind Screaming of subcategories. Screaming and crying. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's me in the mirror maze when I look, and I'm like, holy or shit, what the arcade. fuck's that? And it's me. Oh, God. That's the scariest thing I saw on this boardwalk. I'm fucking me in a mirror. Uh, like the last room yeah. of a fucking hell house. Yes. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about, what is the first arcade game that you ever played? And well, obviously you know, in the something arcade. Something I definitely do remember is the first time I ever heard of an arcade game. And that was when my brother, I was about five or six years old, and my brother was telling me about Pac-Man. Okay, and I, yeah. said, I said, what's Pac-Man? And he said, you're a fucking idiot if you don't know what Pac-Man is. <laughs> yeah, really. So I figured out what Pac-Man was, and I was. But I really think the it first game the I ever played. Yeah, exactly. You know, my brother. That was called what we call tough, tough. That teaching, was tough right? love. There. Tough uh, love. It's funny uh, you say all these things, and I picture myself yelling at my yeah, younger brother. That would have been you talking to you your brother. You stupid you're, you're, idiot. Yeah. And then so that, that was that was nice. I probably then I went to kindergarten and learned the letter M or something. But yeah, so yeah. My, I, I, I'm pretty sure the first game that I played was. Uh, Donkey Kong, 1981 by oh. Nintendo. Although I probably played it in 83 or something. I mean, I was yeah, yeah. a popular game for a long, long time. 
Yeah, my first was actually Space Invaders when that came out. And it was humongous. And I, my mom would take me to the mall all the time when we'd go. And I do remember, I don't even, obviously, I don't even think it was an arcade then. It uh, was. The Willow Grove it, Mall? It was, well, no, no. This was Quakertown. Oh. This is the Richland Mall in Quakertown, this little shitty mall. But what I think was they probably had a couple Space Invaders machines and then all the rest was pinball. And I okay. went and watched and I did play it. And that leads to just a quick aside. One of my biggest pet peeves since that day that I first played uh, Space Invaders is when they ever have Space Invaders in a movie. And there's been movies oh, where they're playing Space Invaders. And I, it drives me nuts to this day when I see them playing Space Invaders in a movie and they're pushing up on the joystick. Because usually it's like a home for it. There's no up in There's fucking no space emitters. There yep. is left and right left and a button. Right. There's and it drives me nuts. And I said that, to Eric, what most of these kids, they must never have played a game. And these are like older movies, newer movies, whatever. And they just go nuts on that joystick. And they it drives me nuts to I'm this day. You, there is no you up. have no you have no idea. He's not fooling around at work. Out of nowhere, he'll just say, There's no up in this. Yeah, I, I get so angry when I think about it. And also where I said where I think Donkey Kong is a much better game than these early games, a lot of these games, especially like Space Invaders, you're going, there is no, the progression from beating the one screen to the next, it just gets faster. You know, yeah. and you have that, the big thing of that, I think they did, the perfect thing was to have the, basically the Jaws music as it's going, <laughs> and then it gets faster, it gets intense, but you never really have a lot of change. Donkey Kong and me just had a lot of shit going on. That's why I like that a lot. But, well, you uh, know, Donkey batters. Kong has three boards, yes. right? Yeah. They have the initial one where you're running up a skyscraper, then kind of a crazier second one where you kind of have to double back. You, you start from the top and go to the yeah. bottom. Yep. And then it's a third board, though, that almost no one ever sees the arcade where you have to take out these like rivets, right? Yeah, where, the where, rivets. Where yep. And 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 then force Doc Kong to fall down, and then you actually win. You actually leave with your with girlfriend, Pauline. but then yeah. it starts all over again. Yeah, yeah Pauline. Yeah. Right. But yeah, with with Space Invaders again, I have a real big problem, and it, it leads later to my least favorite game. But it, it's also I hate games that I just I can tell that the people who designed it are laughing at me and I know they're like you know oh wait do they see this because then it gets impossible and I'm like right they're what you're doing well, that's not fair everyone's laughing at you Jim well, I that's mean, true you're gonna limit it to just but that. hey if I'm gonna give this guy a quarter he should be laughing in my face but yeah really yeah, yeah. that game is just like okay you think you're good at this we're just gonna make it that much harder but only by speeding shit up and you know what I mean it's not like the next you have a next where you have different it just it, it infuriated me but uh what is your first game Aaron? see i actually don't have one i actually feel bad here because i'm a little bit younger than you guys so by the time i was like you know old enough to walk arcades were always a goddamn thing that was always in my life so i have no idea i could have played a goddamn arcade game at two years old three years old whatever yeah, yeah. They were just always something that we were always at. We were always playing games and shit like that. So I have no idea. Honestly. Yeah, and that's that's what's funny is like even Reggie saying like when his brother's like, oh, Pac-Man. But with me, there is a definite time that I remember like when I first heard about uh, pretty much like I said, Space Invaders seemed to be the one that, that hit hard. And, yeah. But I remember, you know, before that, I played Pong at home, home console Pong and stuff like that. But there was nothing. There was a time before that with no video games. 
And until I remember Those seeing, are the dark times. Yeah, I remember them. seeing that basically like every week you'd get a, a goddamn news report about a video game. And you had a lot of game shows popping up as well with video games and like Starcade and stuff where these games. I love were, those. And I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it at one point, even though I didn't really enjoy going to the arcade. It's one of those things just like everything with me. I, I like to hear and read about it uh, and not really do it. Uh, but yeah, they, they, it was. But I remember Fuck experience yeah. in life. Yeah, really. That's what. It. Why do you think I love penthouse letters so much? It's a lot. It's a lot less messy, and I don't get my feelings hurt. I can yeah. pretend I'm the pizza delivery boy with extra sausage. I don't. You'll need never to be believe there. this one, penthouse yeah, yeah. letters. Yes, I, I was on my first day of delivering mail. Uh, but yeah, we'll move on to number three. Hey, what is your I number? Have a big package oh my for goodness! I was delivering this package and. What is your number three, Reggie? It's uh, 720 Degrees. came out in 1986 by Atari. This is the skateboarding game that uh, I think most famous for having stereo speakers embedded in a boombox at the top of the screen. Yeah, I remember. And it had one joystick. It had one joystick and I think two buttons for kick for some reason, but that was to kick your skateboard along. And the joystick also rotated on its whatever, fulcrum, whatever the, whatever the hell you call that thing that the joystick <laughs> is uh, on. But it also so it you know went around, but also it went around in your palm too. It's kind of hard to explain, but it was awesome. You could pull awesome tricks, and you got chased by bees, and there were different parks that you went to, and uh, that I'll tell you that's one game. I really wasn't very good at video games in general uh, either, but that's a game that I got pretty good at, and I could spend I'd say upwards of fifteen minutes standing at the game, which is pretty good for a video yeah. game. Yeah. Now I didn't. I actually just looked this up because I didn't want to lie again and said I never played this when I did. But now that I look it up, I never played this game. Uh, so I have no background on this at all. The did you ever was, like skateboarding? I, I like skateboarding, but I'll tell you, by the time I got in skateboarding, it was like '95. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a lot. Of, I think these. I think these machines. Like Tony uh, Hawk was coming out with games at that point. I've yeah. I've never looked it up, but I bet these games uh, took a real beating because i know i used to go berserk you know flipping and you know switching and you're like spinning the joystick and you're yeah. bashing it around and people get really animated so i have a feeling that a lot of these machines uh didn't make it into the present day now, or even, you, even into eric young little eric's day now that was the worst though when you would go to an arcade and they'd have a busted ass joystick yeah, like I you know, know either it was, it was too much tension they've like tried to fix it but it's fucked up now or it was way too loose that would grind my goddamn gears <laughs> now, Reggie, did you did you ever play Skate or Die? Did you oh, ever yeah. play that? Yeah, were you big on that? Uh, I die. I'm telling you, I I actually played 720. And I I was fucking horrible. There, there was but, too much for me to even get involved. But uh, but now you were you weren't into skateboarding. So no, I was not. Kid, right? Yeah. It, so no. I think I mean not I mean not that not that 720. I don't mean to give the idea that it took any of the same skills. I mean the you know, I mean the two things <laughs> couldn't couldn't be any more divergent. But now, I feel like. An interest in skateboarding makes yeah. it. I, I mean, I mean, for you, you were like, well, so I can go up this little stupid ramp, and I can yeah. do a, I can yeah. go three six. So what that? What yeah. else? Is oh new? my god! What, yeah, I, yeah I'm telling you, that happens a lot in other video games where you have, like, even sports games. If you actually play the sport, you kind of yeah. get an idea of how yeah. it's supposed to go and things like that. It's also like my big, especially thing. old ones. Otherwise, like if you yeah. don't play this or you don't like it, it's boring as shit. Yeah, you know, some boring. of those old football games, you're like, what the hell is even going yeah. on here? But well, yet, even if, if like, you know, say, say you you don't know football that well, and you're playing Tecmo Bowl and you're freaking trying to like figure out what the hell the the next play is going to be, you have oh, no yeah. idea what you're 
looking at on the goddamn I'm telling you, some some of the worst are hockey and basketball games because what happens if you don't play it? Basically, you get the ball or the puck, and that one guy forces his way towards the net or the basket without passing, without doing anything in a straight B line, and you you can nail him. It's like when I I was such a great paper boy that that transferred (laughs) over to make me good at the Terminator 2 game. Uh, that oh, makes sense, oh, right? Well, okay, now it all comes together. <laughs> no, I, I was uh, terrible at that. I did, and I, I'm not gonna, wasn't gonna even talk about Paperboy. I didn't even think about it until that was another one of the arcade machines that I did think was cool because it had the handlebars. Oh yeah, uh, in I got the a full Paperboy. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I, now, Reg, I. What's that? This, the 720 degrees. Was it like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater? No. Of its day, no. no? Okay, because I was looking um, at of it. Uh, you know, I, actually, you probably could say it was of its day, but the Tony Hawk game, it was first person, right? No, so, no, that was all, oh, like, no. third, it actually had, a like, an angle very similar to the 720 degrees from what I'm looking at. But I, I would say that that's not inaccurate. It was all about collecting points off of tricks yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yep. that which I loved it. that game. I, I figured there was, I loved there was it. Also, there was also another, like, you could go, you go to parks and you get points that way. And there was a whole, I can't remember exactly, but you were antagonized in the main park by things and you could kind like, of beat like almost had a paper boy aspect to it with that very, yeah, very i'm much actually looking at aspect. some things about this and it's pretty cool because you also could buy equipment uh, i didn't you realize you can that. upgrade that's awesome yeah you can upgrade you get yeah, shoes you bought, like, a board pads yeah and i do see that at points when your time's running out it does say skate or die and that yep. was oh, where awesome. they got that that message led another and then the bees, deal that's right then the bees would come after you if, yeah, if you yeah. too long it, it was it was a really cool game but mainly because of that specialized joystick like this is one of those i you know a lot of these games that i picked for the arcade it's because they can't be really ported correctly to so, the home console yeah did you Perfect ever play that same, at, at, uh, did you ever play that on a home console yeah because i did yeah it was terrible. Uh, do you ever play the Game Boy version? Uh, I'm, I no. didn't. I'm looking. It's fucking nonsense. I never I, played that. Uh, now, now my one buddy was... had this for the Commodore 64, and we played that, but it was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was yeah, it was bad. The joystick you're describing for the 720, is it's just like a joystick with a knob on top that you turn? No. it's. I mean, actually, the joystick was like an octagon, so the joystick spun around on the spindle. Okay. And you could also use it as a joystick. You know, you ever play the game Akari Warriors? You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the joystick was like that, where you could also you could move the guy forwards, backwards, left and right, and you could spin him. Through. Oh, jeez, I was trying to find the uh, joystick. Um, I wanted to see a picture of this joystick, and I grabbed the the wrong. I thing. thought I just got haunted or some no, shit like that. that. Yeah, I got scared ha- as hell. I, I see what it is. I, I I'm telling you that checkerboard that was on the bottom there with the joystick. It kind of throws me off. I I'm not a big checkerboard <laughs> fan. <laughs> But no, it looks pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, my game, uh, my number three game is actually a game that also has a unique cabinet as well. It, it continues the Vetrex, uh, deal too. It's Battlezone, uh, from Atari. It came out in 1981. And yeah, you're basically have a tank set up, uh, with the cabinet with two joysticks with, uh, fire buttons on the top. That was such a cool game. And you would look and really, I had a weird thing with this game is that for some reason, I was good at it, and I still to this day don't know how or why. I never played it, you know, a ton, though. This was the game that actually made me get a paper route to be able to play <laughs> video why? games. Because, oh, no, no, I, I was see. just, I was good at it, and but I did, I'm telling you, 
I thought somehow happen. using the tank, you were like, wow, if I can, if I can do <laughs> you know, this, I could probably yeah, be really, a Yeah, really. Hey, I'm joining the army. But uh, it would matter. go, and it would have the viewfinder type deal. You put your head up, and that was number one. I liked because people couldn't sit there and watch me play. So you could kind of look to the side, but people yeah. would kind of keep me, you know, I like to be alone. So I'd play this. But there, you would fight and you'd, you'd shoot tanks. Tanks would shoot at you. You'd have to kind of go on an angle to avoid them. But then at this point, these alien-type missile ships would come out. And it would be a really cool, like, and they'd land and they'd come at you. And that that's pretty much the hardest part of the game when these things are coming yeah. at you. And for some reason, I don't know why, but it was just like I'd just move and shoot and I would be I was good at it. And I still don't know why. I really don't. And, uh, because the, nobody, you didn't have anybody looking at you. Yeah, maybe, you were focused I, on the game for really the first time in your life. There's like something very the Star Wars about it, too. Yeah. There's something, I mean, it's not quite the same as, like, you know, actual Star Wars, but there is no. something similar yeah, and to it. Was, it and because you had that, that cabinet set up with the, the fucking viewfinder-type thing that you put, it seemed like that would really make me, like, escape into the game. I would really become, you you know, one with the the game. I was focused and I just really, (laughs) really, it was true. I didn't have any other distractions but the game and really that viewfinder. You fused your ADD, that's all. Yeah, and it's funny because looking in that, it really didn't do anything for the game. It it meant nothing. It added awesome aesthetics to the character. It was just how it was. And it really, and later on, uh, for the Xbox, the game Steel Battalion came out that had the hum- biggest controller in the, the uh, world or the history of console games. I don't know if you I remember, remember that this. came out, yeah. It was oh, you guys, you guys are talking about the movie, right? The, yeah. No, no. I'm talking. All, I'm, not the all-male review, the, uh, the all-male review, Steel, Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion. No, no, Steel Battalion. Uh, I ended up getting that console game. Just because it reminded me of Battlezone. It was the fucking worst buy I, oh, I've wow. ever, it was the worst purchase in my history of my life because uh, they claim, <laughs> oh, there's going to be all these games for it. They're going to do you this and that. a wedding ring once. That is true. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't do that. Uh, but yeah, I really like this game. And uh, again, it's more of the Vetrex graphics. I, I really like the, the sound of it. And it, the it, dual joysticks me, are bad. And the dual joysticks are great. Yeah, and it's so. also, you're on like this, fucking planet you see the moon and the you know and the, the mountains and stuff and i really the weirdest thing though is out of nowhere you run into these like what i consider gelatinous blocks but they were just blocks that you i was I always wondered why the fuck are these blocks on the moon i never understood it but i i really did like it. it yeah they're just kicking it but what is your number three gamer my number three game is aliens versus predator which came out in 1994 by capcom Ow. now I loved horror movies Ow. growing up. Well, actually, I was scared as fuck of Daytona. horror movies growing up. What? What's that? By the time <laughs> my father left me terribly, I became obsessed with them. And Alien vs. Predator was something I was always interested in. And I even got the action figures when they came out. They had such badass action figures back in the early 90s of these. But this game was a freaking beat-em-up. And pure and simple, where you could pick from two Predators or like a, a big-ass muscle guy who looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger with a bionic arm. Or a chick with a samurai sword. And you just go through and you wreck house on different kinds of aliens. And it was just a really good time. Like, we talk about the different arcades we went to. The the Richland Town Mall. Like, what was it called when you were a kid? Do you remember? It was called the Pit Stop when I was a kid. The Pit Stop. When I was a kid, they had changed, I guess. It was called Champions. So when I first moved to this town, I'm in this mall. I find this arcade. Happiest day ever if I can move into Quakertown. And the game that was right in the front 
was Aliens versus Predator, and it blew my goddamn mind. And I sat there. I think I had like ten bucks on me. And I think I spent all ten bucks playing this beat 'em up game. This first time I went to this mall in this shitty little town. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. a, a dollar game right there too, though. I have a feeling. I want to say it was a fifty cents top. I actually think it might have been a quarter. Cent. I don't know. Graphic? No, it was not a quarter. The graphics were amped up on that shit. Yeah. It, yeah. it looked amazing for the it's time. Funny it was too, just so cartoony. It was a Capcom game, so you know it's going to look good. And you yeah. you were talking about it before we went on. Reggie was like asking, like, Did, was that person in any mood? You're like, no. There was the samurai lady yeah. and this yeah, Arnold say, guy. Honestly, I have no idea who the characters are because I didn't look into the backstory of the game. But I came up like you would do with games. I yeah. came up with backstories. Like Arnold had lost his arm like after the explosion at the end of Predator, and they got a bionic one put on, and now he's looking for retribution against fucking like but then he goes and meets up with the Predators and they have a bigger threat they have to tackle. The was alien there, Was there any of the the Predator handshake involved in that where the class <laughs> oh, yeah. pants was that was that in there? That was in there? I believe it was. Awesome. Now I want to play that game. I'm, it was wow. I'm telling you, beat 'em ups for the most part really got old to me, but this one I could play over and over again. Like the, one of the worst I remember playing was the Simpsons arcade game because it just never made sense to me. Like Homer going around with a bowling ball and beating people up. Oh, and I love that game. Cleaner. I love that. It was and Marge with the with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah it was silly, what, that, but uh, that that's one of my stories I have. At one point, I could have purchased that Simpsons arcade game for, I believe it would have been like $125. Awesome. An arcade was going out of business, and they were selling the stuff. The problem was I had no way to get it out of the arcade and home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was just no way. And I, actually, I was so upset that I had no way because I just wanted to have it. But I really, at that point, I lived in an apartment. I don't even know where the fuck I would have put the thing, but I, I thought it would have been cool, and it was dirt cheap. Yeah, like, really. I don't think you ever see it yeah, that cheap. You'd yeah. be charging your kids right now. Yeah, get some awesome. money back from the damn Oh, yeah. Bastards. I'd be making money right now. I'd be charging them all right, just like I do <laughs> for their dinner. <laughs> Beat them ups for the most part. Like the, I always thought they were cool just because of the like the uh, characters they would use. Like the Ninja Turtles arcade game, one of the most badass beat em ups of all time. But you would just have to keep pumping goddamn quarter after quarter in those machines. And eventually, yeah. I, I guess I wised up and said, fuck this. I'm going to play something else. Well, and that's why a lot of the times, like we talk even fighting games, which I, I'm not a big fan of fighting games, and that became a huge thing as well in the arcade. But by oh, yeah. then, especially like beat em ups, even like bad dudes or, you know, double dragon and, and stuff, yeah. I, I just constantly on consoles. I, I wouldn't even bother because it just would end up costing so much in the arcade. And that was the big thing to me going to the arcade. If I saw, uh, you know, whatever it was and there was a console version I, there would be no way that i would spend money anymore and that's kind you of what me away. that's why you had to get yeah. that vectrex you know what i mean that's Boom. why i wanted it so bad vectrex uh, dope but now before we move on we're going to have a little fuck mary kill arcade edition Ooh. or is that are we supposed to call it f mary kill to keep our non explicit uh, rating are we supposed to I, do that but yeah this is do the already got to screw that up I think I yes. have many times. This is our arcade edition, and so the uh, Fuck, Mary Kill is Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and <laughs> Qbert. And Reggie, you can go first. I can go first. Well, we did talk about it a little bit, and I think the obvious one is I would fuck Qbert. Yeah. Because Qbert's basically got a fuck hole right in his face. You're damn right he does. You know, yeah. so, I mean, that's just begging for fucking, right? And then he also told me So you were a kid who, like, you were at home as a kid, and you sat there, and you're like, you know what? That vacuum cleaner looks mighty fine. Because that's all it reminds me of. Some I'm, guy I'm was not fucking say I didn't think about the, it. The, uh, the fuckable end of it, yes. I mean, I wouldn't, okay. I'm not going to, I don't want you to think I'm crazy and put my dick in the bag or something. <laughs> that's what I would do. Uh, isn't that uh, what they say? You know, put it in the bag? That's what that meant? 
I would. Uh, I think no, I would also. No. I, I think I would marry Donkey Kong because Donkey Kong seems very protective of his woman, and okay, I would. Yes. I would definitely be the woman in this relationship. <laughs> definitely. Question here. He's he's a giant, like you know, uh, ten yes. ten foot tall gorilla, and I'm just a human dickhead. Um, and I would kill Pac-Man because I'm pretty sure Pac-Man's two dimensional, and that just should not be. Yeah, should uh, not really. That's it. That's uh, I don't allow it. Yes, here is to me number one. Cubert, he he's got too much of a temper. That motherfucker is always <laughs> cursing. I do not need. I have enough of uh, problems in life of getting yelled at. I do not need Cubert with his goddamn cursing. He he's very you know he's not very cultured. Cubert. Plus, I hate <laughs> I hate the game Cubert so much. So Cubert, I am killing. I'm going right away with Cubert killing. Um, now between Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, who I would marry. The reason why I wouldn't marry Pac-Man is because while Reggie said, first off, he appears to be a drug addict. He's always eating these pills. I don't need Power that. But, pellets, man. but that pellets, and, and that is not the worst of it. The thing that I really hate about Pac-Man is what what he does eat. He seems to be a vegetarian. He eats only fruits. And I, I there's not many fruits that I enjoy. But yeah, but yeah, I'm right telling you, I don't see a burger dancing around in that Pac-Man. He doesn't eat meat, and that's bullshit. So I will funk him, though. And I think that that sound that he makes would be very sexy while I'm taking him against his will. Yes, that would yeah. be what would happen. And Donkey Kong as well. I would marry, not because... I, I think he is protected, but he also seems to be a bit of a pimp who can get women for me as well. So me and him, he, he goes out... Shit? He goes to like some random plumber, steals his girl, and then comes back. And I, I want to know how he, your marriage works if this is how you think it's going. I'm telling you, while he's fighting off said plumber, me, me and Pauline, which is is very strange because that's my mother's name. Uh, awesome. I'll awesome. be taking Keep her, talking. and then hopefully she gets other. <laughs> he gets other women. But basically, I would turn Donkey Kong into oh, a weird pimp, a pimp slash like supplier, and I I would like that. Plus, like you said, Donkey Kong seems to have. An expansive like uh, repertoire of where he goes. He's not just one like I, if you're married to Pac-Man, you're in that goddamn maze. Who wants to be in the maze? And probably you're in that middle one where the ghost keeps going back to replenish, and it'd be scary. I'd be scared there. Donkey Kong. At least there's some other things. I maybe at some point me and Donkey Kong could actually get that skyscraper done and live in it because that's who. That's what I think. Is he's doing. You that. think he's building this thing yes, now? Yes, he's building he's the an skyscraper. Architect, he, now? he just keeps getting. He is. He he is building it, and I think that Mario shows up, and he's just there to cause trouble. We keep Mario out of the scenario. We build that house. We have a dream house together, and Cubert can go fuck himself. I'm telling you, Cubert to me, I'd be stuck in the Cubert uh, world, and I'd, I'd fall right off it's of that fucking isometric like steps, maze. I'm telling you, I, I think that I'd, you'd fall asleep and just fall off there, and then he'd curse you. That's the worst part is Cubert falls, and he's cursing everyone out. It's his fault. It's his goddamn fault. Coily the stand snake him. would help you. Come on, give me yeah, a break. I don't know, and even then, you, you talk about that. He has, like, of all those, I think he has the scariest enemies. A fucking ghosts are just ghosts. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have Coily. Who knows what the hell he's Or just, like, to. a faceless blob was even scarier yeah. to me. It yeah, was they like, were scary. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm marrying Doug. Donkey Kong, I'm fucking Pac-Man, and I'm killing Cubert with without any sort of uh, thought of anything but killing him, so yeah. that he'll never come back. What, uh, what? What the fuck do you think Donkey Kong eats? What? What do? You, what is he? He eats. He can eat bananas, but he doesn't seem. That's not part of his world. I think that he gets takeout. 
You, like you don't see him, <laughs> you don't see him eating bananas in the game a lot. Now again, Donkey Kong also, Country, Donkey Kong, Country Donkey Kong Jr. Even and, and even that that's maybe right, yeah, maybe I'm Donkey Kong Jr.'s mother. I don't know. I don't know how this works. <laughs> but even then, like that's another big world. At one point, it looks like an exotic island. You're on. You're climbing vines. You're you're loving life. Donkey Kong Three, which is yeah, really forgettable. Uh, like I, I that's don't right, think where he's, where Mario to is me, a bug, a to bug me, zapper. because. Pac-Man is stuck in that maze. You're not getting anything else. You're going to have a steady diet of power pellets and, and fucking fruit dancing right. around. Plus, That's plus the goddamn fruit. I, you happen to know that in between every board, there's a little movie of him and yeah, his... Yeah. That's ridiculous. He he lives a full and rich romantic life. And to me, to me, that in between deal, that's his psychotic mind dreaming of what it would be like to be out of that maze. He's stuck in that maze. Plus, I'm saying that maze is actually, uh, something along the lines of an, uh, a jail. He, he did something. He's on somebody's list. He's in there. The hell happened to this scenario? And also, I'm telling you, also what happens is I go, say say I do want grapes. I'm like, you know what? I want grapes. Now I've got to chase these goddamn grapes around. They don't even sit there on the table. They're dancing around the goddamn maze. I don't know what's going on. Oh, God. Then Miss Pac-Man comes and gets angry. And and she's a strong woman. I can't deal with that. I'm telling you. I, I made, and now I'm getting angry at Pac-Man so much that I, I want to kill him now. But oh, Cubert, what is there? What does Cubert eat? What is Cubert? I don't even understand. Cubert's Cubert. I think Cubert sure. probably is a wife beater. He gets very angry and I don't he's think he cursed, has arms. Does he's he cursing have arms, all the time. Yeah. yeah, he hits you with that goddamn fucking tube. It's a right. call. I got you. All right. What do you? What do we? What do you say, Eric? What is your? Well, obviously, uh, I Cubert has a fuck hole, so I am gonna fuck his goddamn mouth as he curses me out and gets me harder because yes. I'm into that kind of thing. Yeah. And. uh Pac-Man, I'm going to marry the shit out of Pac-Man because that man's a provider. All right, He's going around doing his thing. We can go on ghost hunting adventures together. It would be a fucking amazing that, life you have right that, there. But provider, the guy, uh, his basic concept is to eat everything. He's not leaving you shit. He can't right, win unless out. he eats everything. How do but I he, know that he's he would, not filling his goddamn fucking oval, like his circular self with stuff to bring back to me? Oh, he's going to bring back the I will admit to you, though, that you're right. There would be some ghost adventures going. Oh, and yeah, nobody, it'd be amazing. Plus, even like Clyde seems like he'd hang out with you at times too in that little bit. But are you are you going to live in that little middle? You're going to live in the middle, right? No, that no. Little, I, the whole the whole place is mine. We live in a haunted goddamn maze mansion. It's just a maze. You're walking around a maze. Oh. That's yeah. bullshit. That's kind of and then fresh, I can take actually. I can take a secret passage to the right. It takes me all the way to the other side of the house. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't like know. It's like a uh, Winchester mystery house going yeah, on. That in this scares place. me sometimes, going from one side to the next. I think you might throw up after that. Plus all that fruit. I don't know. That fruit's nonsense I, to me. I, I like fruit myself, and and obviously I want to check out some of these power pellets, see what they do. But yeah. definitely, I am killing Donkey Kong because I am not in the bears, and it seems like he would want to go and do some like reckless shit all the time. I'm not bailing his ass out of jail or the zoo. He's beating his chest at you, yelling. Arr, arr, arr. He's gonna be really forceful with me, and I don't know if I can take it. He's gonna throw he me over his shoulder. And go he, away. He, he gets angry when he falls on his head. I'll give you that. But that's also too. If you really get sick of him, you just push him off his goddamn skyscraper. He's done, and then you collect his money. You get his inheritance. That'd be great. <laughs> All that uh, ape life insurance he's been having—that's that's right, ape life. It's called. Uh, but we'll move <laughs> on to uh, our number two game. And Reggie, me and you have the same number two we game. Do. That's crazy. Yes, we can it play is. it together if you want. We can play. That'd be Gauntlet. awesome. Can I play? Sorry, no, you're not invited. No, sorry, Eric. Oh. If you do, you have to be the Valkyrie. 
Yes. Yeah, nobody wants to be. Yeah, there. I love I'm this game. And you know what's funny about this game is is this this game for me. This is a four person game. I'd play it yeah. usually. It was rare to get four people, but yes. I'd have at least one other, maybe two other That's people. How I, but, I would usually play it with one other guy, my buddy Pete. Which worked, which worked, because even though one of the people I played with was like a girl, she was a tomboy, so no one wanted to be Valkyrie. Uh, but really, no, actually, no one wanted to be the magician because he was so fucking slow. No. Yeah, yeah, he was terrible. But uh, but so yeah, it was usually me and one other person. But the, it, it was a, it was in a deli around the corner from me that was fairly small. So like you really had to like wedge yourself like in and kind of just yeah. and play like like you could you didn't get a full extension of your arm you know you just yep. kind of had to like hold it at your side and just got do the most best you can with your wrist but this was a big deal because of the vocal the vocal yes, portion was, it was basically yeah. like a it was a dungeon crawler but it was the voice saying stuff like don't shoot the food <laughs> yes. and yeah. shots don't hurt the other players yet yeah. that was I my love favorite that, that was probably what was your favorite character to play I would play the uh, warrior, yeah, the barbarian. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. do. That's what I would. My buddy Pete would uh, pick the elf, and uh, I did like I it. One the of elf the elf as well. One of the main reasons I really liked this game as well is because at that point was when I was like really into Dungeons and Dragons, and this seemed to be like the first time that I thought that it appeared like this was Dungeons and Dragons uh, there. And I really did like it, though. It really, if you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, it really was a coin fucking eating hog. Yeah. You would just jam it in. But for some reason, I didn't mind it as much because you were kind of getting somewhere and you were, you know, you're fighting these skeletons tactics, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were going to different, you go to different dungeons, harder yeah. and harder dungeons, but there were tactics where you could kind of like lead. I mean, you would, you, you know, you know what you're talking about. You come into these rooms and there's like fucking. 150 ghosts in it it's ridiculous you know or orcs or whatever but there were ways you could sort of lead them out you know and like force them into a single file and actually like do something that was the best when you would force them into a single file in a a hallway type deal and just go to town on them or you'd have that weird thing where you can go where there's a diagonal bit where you can fight kind of through the wall on the diagonal it was awesome and you'd find those and go nuts uh i do have a bit of a issue with this game that later on in life because i was such a gauntlet fan they started coming out even in the arcade you have like uh, gauntlet dark legacy and all these others that came gauntlet out Legends. and and they started coming out on the consoles as well and i had uh gauntlet dark legacy on i believe it was the playstation 2 i say that i i think it was and my wife actually liked it so me and her would play and you mentioned that shots don't hurt other players yet but also don't shoot the food and my wife and me would play this game every night. I'd come home. My kids were young then. And I only had, I think, two at the point. And I would come home from work and we'd play this game. And she would fucking shoot the food constantly. She would fucking sit back, let me fight and steal the goddamn treasure. And at a point, we were talking about it earlier today, and she remembers legitimately, I took the controller, the PlayStation 2 controller, and fucking threw it off her fucking head and started <laughs> screaming at her and started telling her she was fucking awful and I had enough. And then, of course, Holy like the shit. next day, I come home and I'm like, hey, we're going to play. She has not played a video game with me since. I was, I'm still, when I think about how angry That's I would get at her, I'd freaking go nuts. And then my, uh, my oldest son, we would play this other game that was this Adventures of Cookies and Cream about the same time. And uh, it was a puzzle game. And that, again, I threw a controller at him. I'm the worst person to play. But this game, me and my buddy Pete would play in the arcade. And then as the time went on, he was a big Atari guy. So he had like the 7800 and the Atari ST computer. And we always had Gauntlet 
on any system that he had and we'd always play and it's especially console deal when you're not having to pay i i really could play gauntlet forever i i could just go on well, i have it yeah. on the uh the i believe i had it it was on the xbox arcade i had it there like i'll buy gauntlet anytime i can and play it and i just it's one of those that i really like to just play and i could play for an hour i could play for 10 minutes and i always do enjoy it and i do like like you said there is tactics to it and the, especially if you get the different characters going and but valkyrie i i fucking hate it though every time i hear people say things it usually is like valkyrie needs food and it's a uh, valkyrie right. sounds pretty cool to say Valkyrie, your life force is yes. running out oh my god and even that um, one big thing that leads and it goes into my number one game as well but i do really like except berserk i really do like games that had speech and would tell you stuff like that and yeah it was weird because that gauntlet i don't know per se that they were really it was like a joke uh, the, the don't hurt players yet was kind of a joke, but the other ones were like kind of telling you what not to do and what the, what no, to no, do. The don't, no, but, the don't hurt players, that wasn't a joke. I think it was after, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember now, but it was like after the fifth level. It would start causing out, and then I would go to too. town and, and start killing people. But even then, exactly. though, it just seemed to say don't hurt them and then yet seem, but everything else really was to tell you, kind of give you a, a warning of what's going on. And really, when that game's going on, it needed it because you shit it, yeah. went fucking nuts. And if you have four people, especially playing, you're not paying attention to shit. And really, I love games like this because it did lead to tons of arguments, even in the arcade, when you have no life left and some motherfucker <laughs> with a full goddamn fucking health bar would go and get the fucking turkey and then yep. you fucking asshole and you start fighting and but i do like the way they really played it out well that you could shoot the food and yeah, somebody yep. who had full like some games you have full health it won't let you take that power up or that health deal this but you was can just great shoot it because- out. I, I would i would shoot it sometimes well, see, I usually had the warrior, I think, through yeah, a club or something. Yeah, that's the problem. Right? I would always have the warrior, usually. But uh, I, I do remember my friend Tony, I would shoot the food out from in front of her. I'd be yeah, right before she yeah, got it, and she yeah, would get that's so you're fucking an asshole. Mad. Yeah, and yep, because I, I would it. have the warrior. Very rare. And, I don't want you to think I was like the you know, yes. the dead-eye kid or anything. That was like still a rarity for me. Yeah, and I, I'm the worst with cheating and things like that, but the Gauntlet, I really did not. I really liked to play that just straight up, and me and my buddy Pete would play, and he would be, like, we had a good system going. He would usually be, like, the elf, and I would be the warrior, and we'd have a deal, like, he'd sit in the back and go, and then we'd kind of share with that. I really did enjoy, and I love, I just love the graphics on the machine, and I think that, in my mind, that was, like, one of the first machines that I actually played that had a four-player deal and the way it was set up and all like that that later the simpsons and all those had as well yeah uh, the uh but like turtles and things like that i never got a chance to play uh gauntlet in the arcade i played it a shit ton though on fucking nes and i played so much of the gauntlet legends for the arcade and then eventually when it came to n64 and i might i might even play dark legacy but this was the greatest game because I love being a dick in games to my like people yeah. I'm playing with. And <laughs> this was the ultimate dick game where we would just sit there. When we got it on the N64, though, I think it was Gauntlet Legends. It was we would just Legends sit there the and 64, fuck yeah. with each other so much. Like, who would get the most points? Who would get the most treasure? And you just try to fuck over yeah, the yeah. other player as much as possible. And those are the games I love because that's yeah. where you really test your friendships. Like, yeah, and like I said, and Reggie would know, like, as the, a person who always played the Warrior, it kind of was tough to fuck 
somebody over only because you were always in the front. So if you, if anybody was going to get fucked over, it was going to be the it warrior be you, because yeah. you were taking all the damage. And like I said, then the the fucking elf, if they're a dick, sit in the back and just shoot at, and then fucking swoop in and grab the treasure and fucking go off. Yeah, and, and things I like love that. doing that yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm fucking in the original Gauntlet, I would always play as the elf archer. And then yeah. in the later uh, uh, Legends and Dark Legacy, I would always be the freaking dwarf with the hammer. Yeah, the I can't, I can't even remember I can't the remember characters was, later. Yeah, you would have gotten a controller upside your fucking head. That's what I'm I I'm telling did. you, something that really reminds me, though, of this game, though, that I really did love playing was Golden Axe. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that game so much. It's not on my list. But I think maybe it should be, even more than a really? time travel, because I only played it one time. I played the shit out of Golden Axe, though, but it always reminded me of Gauntlet. Like, they're yeah. in the same world almost. Yeah, well, what was your number two? My number two pick is something I played as an adult. It's just I had a great time doing it. It's Golden Tee from 1994 from Incredible Technologies. Another Golden, rollerball game. No I love hate, rollerball hate games. Rollerball. Rollerball. So I always pinch but, my hands. I just always pinch my fucking hands. you got to put a sock things. on your hand, which would, yeah. which would work for you since you never put them on your feet. Yeah, I yes. never do. So I wouldn't have the sock to put it in. I, you know, so. But you have to get hand, hand socks. Oh, I'm, hand socks. Those hand you. socks that... <laughs> Bars a lot of times will have arcade games here or there if you're lucky, but like Golden Tee in my mind is the ultimate bar game because yep. I just remember freaking playing it. Like all, every time I would go, I would end up spending like three hours playing Golden Tee and the fucking owner of the pub. I don't know. I can't say he hated me because we are friends, but I would piss off the bartenders, me and my buddy Stan, because when you want to get that long drive going, you freaking, you got to fucking pull your arm back around and you got to hit that goddamn roller bar and you're smashing your hand then into the screen. Because you want to get the longest goddamn drive you can starting off. And we would just have so much fun and shit talking playing. It's almost like a dick move again. Like, who can have the biggest trash talk during this game? Yeah. It was just the most fun I had. And then they got rid of this fucking game. And I quit drinking. No. That's not how uh, it happened. Because of you. They're like, we don't need this fucking asshole. Well, those things were no, they tried to class up the place. It's well, funny. It's, this, the only... it's usually it's this game or it's the hunting game, right? What's that one? Buck hunting or something oh, like I that? Oh, I hate it's that popular. fucking game. No. But, you know, yeah. well, it's, what's interesting is that other game, that requires like a bigger space. You kind of have to get a whole thing going. Whereas Golden Tee could just be you standing, you know, gut up right up on the... Oh yeah, machine banging them out. You know, you can just be a total sc- a lonely scumbag. Like Man, you it's like to funny. Be. I've I've only ever seen Golden Tee a couple times in the wild, and uh, it's always at a bar. It, oh yeah, never it is again. the ultimate bar game. Yeah, yeah. Except I'm trivia. Fucking, oh, dude, trivia is good trivia. too. <laughs> but that's like you got that for the little touchscreen games they have at yeah. the bar, like actual yeah. bar now. But um, Golden Tee, like uh, they used to be at the Trum as well, and then they replaced it with that fucking Buck Hunter. I'm like, I don't want to sit here and shoot. I want to play some goddamn Golden Tee. Yeah. Yeah, the the place that you play Golden Tee. I love Czechs hockey. I was I haven't even talked about that because it's not an arcade game per se. No, it's not. But it's a fucking amazing game. Czechs hockey is probably my favorite game I ever played in an arcade, though. I think that game was awesome, and I'd lay on that boo button. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, because I loved rod hockey growing up, and that's like rod hockey extreme. I loved it so much. But it's funny uh, where you played the Golden Tee before that. They had a baseball game, and I forget what it, it was like world star baseball i, I right. forget exactly what it was but i played a lot of that when i went there but I, I i would go with my one buddy and i didn't even drink so i would play some of the games there but uh i never played golden tea and i i actually enjoy 
uh, golf games, but yeah, I've yeah, never played. Too. I don't like. I have a real big problem with the the ball. It really, I pinch my fucking hand all the time. Yeah, gotta get the right like, palm on so, it. You gotta fucking spend your fingers. I'm back telling as you, far the worst game. Watch somebody play. Look up a YouTube video of somebody playing the Atari football, the X and O football, yeah. because you do and you complete a pass, and then you have to lay on that. You're you have to keep going, and I'm fucking right, right. I'm pinching my hand and fucking cursing, hating it. But yeah. Uh, next is our most hated game. Before we go to our number one game, uh, we have our most hated game. And what arcade is your arcade game? Arcade game. Most Obviously. hated arcade game. Yes, because I don't like shoots and ladders, but that's not an arcade game. We can't go into How that. How do you That'll not be... like shoots and ladders? We'll be on for another hour. You'll Snakes and ladders, and ladders is the one uh... I had because my mom brought it from England. Snakes and ladders. Oh, God. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That uh, what is uh, your strategy? It wasn't something racist. It wasn't like, you know. No, no, no. It was just yeah, snakes and ladders, big that. snakes and ladders going uh, up anyway, to snakes. I think that, I think one of the stupidest games ever made uh, is Ladybug, 1981, Universal Entertainment Corporation. That was a Pac-Man clone. Anybody remember this one? I remember no. it. Yeah, I remember you, it. You remember it. It, it. It's. I mean, it actually takes a little skill, but it's like, so you're a ladybug and you're going around a, a board, and this isn't the one where you open and close doors, right? That's a uh, map. No, I don't think so. Another yeah. kind of crummy one. But anyway, uh, you have to pick up the letters S P E C. This is a total Pac-Man ripoff. I A L, and when you do that, then you can chase around and eat up the aphids, which are chasing you. And it's it's basically Pac-Man, but way worse and stupid. And you have to spell a word. And I think later on, other words. Now, when I come to think of it. It's like, who the hell wants to spell words? I'm not, yeah. you know, this isn't You want to have buddy. fun, and you're a ladybug yeah. who spells words. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun to me. That, so that game mm. sucks. Well, That's like my, the worst, too. Like, say if you had a console and you you have, like, it's a weekend come up, you can only rent one video game, you're playing it the whole week, and you accidentally get, like, an educational game. Oh, oh I'm telling you. One, one of the games, I got the, uh, the Commodore 64, and one of the games that my dad got me when he got that for Christmas was Learn Your States and Capitals. Oh, uh, yeah, fuck. Thanks a lot, Dad. And yeah, to this you know, day, I still don't know. Capitals now, I was gonna uh, say, no, yeah. no, because I didn't want to play. I got that in Radar Rat Race, which was a fucking one of the one of the worst Pac-Man clones ever. So I at that and learn your states and capitals. It's fucking nonsense. Uh, my least favorite game of all time is Missile Command of the Another arcade. The Rollerball. Look at yeah, that. That's that's number one is the Rollerball. Number this two. Is why you and Eric butt heads fundamentally. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's he's a pro Rollerball guy. Yeah, he and is. Number two reason why. I hate it was a lot of games like I don't know if this is going to make sense to anybody but the when you lose in missile command the the world's destroyed it is world war three you're done yep. it blows you up everybody's dead and to me it really pointed to the fact that I could not win the game there's no way to win you're always going <laughs> to die and it just to me it really slapped me in the face of like you're playing a game that you can't win. You will never win. You can spend seven trillion dollars right now. You won't win. It's weird because I, I like, think I think you were learning an important life lesson. I you was. Know, no matter what, Armageddon is inevitable. Jim. There oh, and shit. and you know what? War. There's no winner. Uh, you know they <laughs> and also, I had just watched the the. Uh, the movie the day after and it scared the crap out of me and that oh, doesn't yeah. even, it's just i'm telling you missile command to me just it reeks of me wasting money because even like i'm playing pac-man and oh you know inky fucking you know blinky eats me and i'm like okay i didn't really just you know i Clyde. could still play a client whoever eats you, you know you kind of go <laughs> when missile command ended 
it, it, the world was over, and it's just like, <laughs> uh, why the fuck am I playing That's this it. game? I would go and cry and go home and, and hug my father, and then he'd say, why the fuck are you they touching me, you son of a bitch? No, it'd just be like, holy shit, I, I think for, I'm dead inside now. For me, uh, the Missile Command, like, I, I thought it was an alright game, a little bit on the cheesy side, even, you know, I mean, even in 83, when it was still probably somewhat new, but it, it still yeah. looked a little chintzier than the other games, but... I always felt like I got bored of it before my quarter ran out. Yeah, that's which is not, just, I'm which is telling not really you, just, a good sign. I'm no, just like, it ah, wasn't great. And even there, you had like, if I remember, I, I guess it was three different kind of cities going, uh, if I remember right. And I was like, ah, eh, you know what? Yeah. yeah, that was New York. I can go. I'm just going to protect this one. And that just it led to me just always losing. And that just the the epicness of losing just was like, holy shit. Though I I did actually, this is one that I kind of didn't mind the conversion for the 2600, though it wasn't great. But with the joystick, I liked it more. And if you remember, one of the big things I used to like about the Atari games were the the uh, cases they came in. And that seemed like really like almost like NASA guys at these screens and stuff. And it really made me uh, laugh at that. But yeah, in the arcade, I hated it. And to this day, I would never play that game ever so again. I, I never played it in the arcade. I only ever played it on DOS. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I just—it was big on us. Yeah, yeah, but uh, what's your uh, most hated game? See, when I was yeah. growing up, though, in my like you know pre-teens, early teenager time, fighting games, World Combat had come out, fighting games were all the rage, and the absolute worst one that fucking it just angered me when I saw it and would play it just because I—it's primal rage. Yeah, and the biggest yeah. thing I can remember thinking about, besides for the fatalities and the blood of these new new fighting games coming out. Were the characters? They had all these different characters you could be, and it was an amazing time to like, you know, to check all these things out. I don't know. I like this kind of thing. I like to make up backstories. I actually just find out. I read the Mortal Kombat novel for Christ's sake back when the fucking game yeah. came out. Primal Rage had two ape characters. I couldn't tell you anybody who who they were. There were two <laughs> ape characters that were just different. Come kind of like fuck you, Primal Rage. I I could see what you're doing. You're trying to cheapskate. You mean us you out. didn't you, like the ice ape that no, they had? Oh my in that? God, fucking nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, I played just, this on the PlayStation. I remember playing it. I didn't like it at all either. No, like even like blue. Mortal Kombat was where it was out of my mind. Killer Instinct in my mind was even a little bit down until like KI Gold came out uh, for the N64, which I thought was amazing. But yeah. Primal Rage was just always a piece of shit. It always just angered me whenever I saw it because I'm like, look at you trying to get in on this, but you're not good enough. Are you Primal Rage, you little fuckwad? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. When I actually saw Primal Rage, it actually reminded me, I thought that it was like a titan somehow to Altered Beast, which I hated Altered Beast. I loved Altered Beast. I fucking hated Altered Beast. Rise it just seemed like, friend. oh yeah. my god, I couldn't stand it. And uh, it just reminded me Welcome of that. Welcome to your uh, deal. <laughs> later, <laughs> later on, the uh, Atari Jaguar had a game called Ultra Vortex that kind of reminded me of Primal Rage 2, and I just didn't like I don't like fighting games, so it really threw me off. But, yeah, when I looked at it, you were talking, and I'm like, huh, Primal Oh, my God, I played that on the PlayStation 1 and fucking hated it on that as well. But yeah, that's it. so. That that's all you have to say about that hated that's game. Like, I, I actually, I'm looking at it now. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was two. But there was also like two different dinosaurs as well, like yeah. T Rexes or Raptors. I'm like, there was nothing to this goddamn game. Was one an game. ice raptor? Because I was telling you, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> the thing I that I hated the most was that, that I, I was hated that ice of, Remember, ice beer was big in the early '90s, or like the oh, mid yes, '90s. It was. Yeah, it was just, that's all it was, capitalizing on the ice craze. Yes, that ice beer. I had um. 
ice beer. What was it? Uh, Iron City Ice. It was called in Pittsburgh. Oh. When I that ice. Yeah, no, this was just Iron City. I, have you ever had Iron City beer from Pittsburgh? That was like a big beer in West Virginia when I went there, but they, that was when the ice craze hit. And yeah, I, I was told by the one guy, one of my friends went on a beer tour, like they, they, for his advertising class, they went to the Iron City, uh, brewery and the guy basically said, it's a bunch of bullshit. This ice beer is nonsense. All it is is marketing and stuff like that. And I, I laughed because I didn't, I couldn't tell the difference. Ice beer. Uh, but we'll move on to our number one game, arcade games, the games that we love. And I oh, know, yeah. I knew when we decided to do this list, I knew right away what Reggie's game would be because oh, he, wants to, he wants to push this goddamn game so much. Oh, I've, I've been talking about this game with you guys, I think, since we ever first, uh, I yeah. probably wrote, wrote about it back in the day in a letter. It's, uh, Robotron yes. 2084, which came out in 1982, Williams Electronics. You wouldn't think it would have come out. 1984, but nope, that's not how nope. it worked. Nope. And this one, the, and this one does have a story, which I know is very important to you guys. Yes. And the story is: Are they the nuclear they, family, Reggie? Is that, do they it, spell it is. It they're, they're, yes. There's there's a mom, dad, a, a son, and daughter, and uh, it says you are the last hope of mankind due to a genetic engineering error. You possess superhuman powers. Your mission is to stop the Robotrons or the Robotrons. And yeah. save the last human family. And that's what you do. You run around. Well, the best thing about this game is it's two joysticks. Yes. So it's, it's one to move the guy, one to aim the ever shooting, you know, the, the shooting never stops. So, and you can shoot the family, I believe. Yes, but, you uh, can. You, you I run around, you, you can pick them up for points, but the board only ends when you've killed every possible killable thing on the, you know, that can never come on the screen. So often, well, you know, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever gotten more than four or five boards into it. But oh, on the early, right. days, you save the family, and then you got to spend like ten, twelve seconds just shooting shit for like, you know what I mean, just to clear the board. Yeah. Uh, but it gets it gets unbelievably hard very quickly. Average. I'm looking at screenshots of it right now. It looks fucking. Oh, up. it's awesome. Hard it's awesome. Hard. I would say by the third by the third board, it goes from like difficult to virtually to impossible. Insane. And after it that, gets it's, insane. It's insanity. Yeah. yeah, I've seen videos of people who can get just through, boom, boom, through, yeah, ev- know, and it's just like they're they're on a different level. Like they are really that. And later, it's funny because I do I like Robotron, and really, it is the joysticks that did it for me. Um, it I liked it so much at a point that when Smash TV came out I was later, say, which is a play like Smash it's TV, a com- Smash TV is a complete ripoff. And it I is. was so angry at Smash TV because of it being that sort of ripoff that it would drive me nuts. But later See, on, I, I like did... Smash TV because it reminded me of Running Man. It's like Running Man. Running oh, Smash TV is Robotron Running Man. But really, uh, I have again. I said I probably have Robotron on a. Bu- I had it on a bunch of different systems, and yeah, on the uh, the Xbox Arcade, it's awesome. And it is one of those. It's pretty because good because you get the paddles, but that's it's still what I'm not, saying. Yes. not as good as no, the, it's uh, not as good as if you had the arcade. But I do like the fact that if you have now every you know you have the dual joystick controllers that it does yeah. work out that way. And I don't know, Reggie, you ever played Geometry Wars on uh, the <laughs> Xbox? It's just it's a shoot, it's a space deal. It's very similar though uh with this with the the way you fire and stuff like that that it just makes me want to play that but i i have played even on the xbox arcade 
played Robotron a lot. I don't think I get past two screens. I'm terrible. <laughs> I just run into things. I shoot the things I'm not supposed to. But uh, the one thing about the game, of all the games that we're talking about, or, well, this is one of them that I think, just because of the way it is and the choice, I think it still holds up. If you saw an arcade version of this, I think that even my kids would enjoy playing it uh, more than a lot of the other uh, you know, classic arcade games. Just That's the thing that sucks. Because I I've never played Robotron, but I played Smash TV. Yeah. So I'm getting yeah. like kind of short hand sided here. You know, it's yeah, like I don't, I just, I'm not getting the real deal. It was deal. funny, just all the money and stuff in Smash TV yeah. and stuff like that, and you had the announcer. But I really did like Robotron. Uh, my number one game. Again, we're talking Vetrex uh, deal. Also, one where there was different versions, hey, and Jim. I and I didn't have what's yeah. that? I hate Vetrex. Yeah, I love Ooh. I hate it. How you like them apples? I think you Roller don't balls hate it. forever. No, that, that tricks graphics though. Half of your games that you like are probably that, but uh, mine is the, actually, the main, I always called it the Star Wars arcade. It's actually just called Star Wars or Atari Star Wars. And I it came up Star from, Wars arcade as well. Yeah, no, it was not called that. It was just basically Star Wars. And, uh, sure. it came out from Atari 1983. It is the game that was the first and first time of about 10 trillion times that I uh, tried to blow up the Death Star in a video game because, Jesus Christ, I think everybody who's played video games and, and are Star Wars fans has probably blown up the Death Star a, a fucking eight trillion times. Uh, well, but yeah, We were talking about it earlier today before we got on when we were at work. I was like, out of everything I've done in my life, I think I've blown yeah. up the Death Star more than anything yeah. else. And I said to you, second is fucking fighting the Battle of Hoth. <laughs> That's in everything, too. Uh, but yeah, this was a Vetrex game. If you look at it now... Um, I still, I still think it looks awesome. Just the I way it's, it's very simple. Uh, my kids looked at it. I showed it to them and they, they fucking think it's nonsense, but you, you're in the X-Wing and you even see the, you know, the guns, uh, yeah. coming out on the screen. You're going and you are fighting the battle of the Death Star. And the thing that got me the most that I loved the most is this was one of the first games that I actually heard where you actually had the movie quotes in it and you had right. you know the stuff like uh you know use the force luke and you had all this and finally after playing star castle and all these i actually was able to think that i was playing star you know i was Actual in star, star wars War. you and i thought it was scene. awesome i just go in there thinking of porkins loving my porkins but uh, you go in i was terrible Look at, at the it force, luke. Yeah, i was That's not very good and yeah and uh, the one was as you went into the the canyon you're going you'd even have the uh, the force is strong in this one and you're That's like right. oh my god this is awesome uh, i i wasn't very good it at it it sounded more like now I am telling you, it was I thought it was great, and then when I actually played it a while, and then I actually played it in the sit down machine, and then I was like, That's "Holy shit, this is the best!" And I just loved it. And later on in life, my one buddy Joe is a huge Star Wars fan, and, and it's an aside. I was watching his house. Uh, when he went on, I, I don't think it was a honeymoon, but he went to Hawaii, him and his wife, and I was watching his house for him, and he was su he's such a big Star Wars collector that I didn't realize this, but as I was there that week, I kept getting phone calls, and he would ask, hey, have you never really spelled it out, but yeah, take some messages, so I would be answering these phones, and everything was like, hey, uh, this is John from San Antonio, and uh, Joe told me if you get, if this figure came out at this Target, it, like, he had a big system going yeah well, during that week a guy called and his he had the sit down atari star wars uh, cabinet 
and his wife wanted, they were moving. I think something happened where it just wasn't going to make it with them wherever they were going and called to ask if Joe wanted it for free. And I didn't know what to do. I, I, I really had no way to really get a hold of him. And I wanted it too. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know what to say. I really didn't know because the problem was is this thing shipping had to, I, who knows how much it would have been. And so I kept trying to like, oh, just call back tomorrow. I'll try to get a hold of him. And this guy kept going. And through this whole time, I'm like, if I could get the money together, because this was like my favorite game of all time. It is my number one. And have the sit down. I really wanted it. Finally, I got a hold of Joe. And he's like, where the fuck would I put that? He didn't. He didn't <laughs> take it. And I, at that point, I was like, I wonder if this guy will he'll give it to me. Because he was just going to give it for free to Joe. But That's crazy. That, who knows? You know, you'd have to truck it. Who knows what the fuck that shipping would have been. And I think this guy was from, you know, somewhere in the Midwest. So it would have to go a good distance. And so I didn't. So I almost was able to get that and the Simpsons arcade machine for one for free, which is insane. You uh, fucked but up yeah. big time, Jim. Yeah, I, fucked, I just, really I didn't up. even go. I don't think the guy was going to give it to me for free. This was one of those where I'm telling you, he had a, a whole system, a whole fucking network of these guys who would give things to free. And it, at points, these guys were calling me like, hey, there's, you know, and, and I believe this is when the prequels came out and Joe made the bad mistake of he was a classic Star Wars collector and then started jumping into the prequel stuff and uh, later on he even admitted I, to me yeah, and that, he yeah. even admitted to me that he wished he would have stopped because that was just another round of shit and uh, this guy, like yeah, we have even talked on our podcast now, where people have these these comic collections. My buddy Joe actually had to move because he needed another full room oh, that they yeah. didn't have in their house for his Star Wars stuff. So they sure. actually got another house for this stuff. But, yeah, I, I missed out. I should have gotten it. I don't know where I would have it in my house up. now. There would be nowhere to have would, it. Would you, say that, would you it. say that since that time, has your life improved or gotten no, worse? No, it has not. Well, it, I it, think it's obvious it to see where you It has gone downhill. And since then, I am, uh, you know, I am without that sit-down Star Wars. That would have been great. I'd probably sleep in it. So my wife yells at me. Yeah. I go down and lay down in the Star Wars Beautiful. fucking arcade. All right, we're going to continue the Star Wars theme, Eric. Star Wars theme. Even though I have already talked about the best Star Wars game, uh, you're going to uh, beg to differ. But also, somehow Reggie bailed on us. He He's gone. Is gone. I think he went to bed. This is what oh, happens. We Even when we're doing this just for the hell of it, that you know we think should be 40 minutes, it's never 40 minutes. Reggie no. couldn't hang. He can't hang, Eric. He can't <laughs> hang. But uh, what is your number one game? My number one game, whether you want to admit it or not, I'd like to say that the best Star Wars game out there is the Star Wars Trilogy Arcade game. You, you just from... said the Atari Star Wars game from 1983, right? That's what you said? No, no, no this no. is the Star Wars Trilogy Arcade from 1998 oh. from Sega Genesis. I have oh. to say Sega Genesis. Sega. Sega Genesis. Off the rails, now the fucking Reggie left. Yes. But no, this this game was amazing. It was a sit-down cabinet where you had speakers on either side of your head, and you can go through the Star Wars trilogy. And it, the, the graphics in this goddamn thing are amazing. I was looking at screenshots while you were talking about your goddamn Vectrek nonsense. And, uh, yeah, I'm 15 like, years later, your I'm game is. You, they look amazing. I'm like, God damn, I want to play this game again. Yeah, but yeah. when I was a kid, 
there was a uh, – it used to be the AMC, but then it got turned into the Grand Slam Cinemas where they played second-run movies, and I would be there every week. And se- like Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday if I still had some cash to make, but I would be there all weekend, and they had this machine. And I got so goddamn good at this thing where I could put in a goddamn play. Like there was 50 cents a play. So one play, I would play through the entire thing. I had my the, – the high scores, it was all no. ELS all oh, the way goddamn down. What? <laughs> was, I'm look, as you're saying, I'm looking at the graphics now. Again, you you can't compare the the times. It, it is no. a 15 year difference. Now, the what before you go on, I will defend my Star Wars. I'm sorry, Star Wars is that to me that was just the first time where you really felt like you were in the oh, Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah, you look at it now and it looks goofy and whatnot. But compared to say any other game in '83. To me, that was like, boy, you really kicked some ass with I just wanted, I just wanted to bust your balls. That. Yeah, bust my balls. Because we both yeah. had Star Wars as our number one. Yeah, we, we both, do. We because we love Star Wars. Wars. We love and it. it what's that? So I'm telling you, everything was great about this game. But one aspect I really loved, and I also hated, was the fact that when you start the game, you could either pick them to do the Death Star Trench, the Battle of Hoth, or you could do the Battle of Yav- uh, yeah, Yavin at the end Yavin, of yep. and, uh, No, no, is it Yavin? No, yeah. no. Yavin? Or, no, the Battle of Endor. Battle of Endor. God damn yeah. it. Now I'm Yavin, saying, like, Yavin, Yavin would have been one. the new hope fight. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was screwing up because it always bothered me when I'd watch somebody play this game and they would go out of order. I'm like, yeah. you have to start from episode four, five, and then six. That's how you have to fucking do it. Because it wouldn't just be like you're in an X-Wing or a fucking uh, snow speeder. You would be on like feet as well and have a blaster in your hand. And yeah. after you played the each, like a, two levels of like, you know, there's a bunch of levels within the level. But, um, you would go to a first-person lightsaber battle where you'd have to fucking, like, deflect Boba Fett's blast and deflect it back at him. And then at the end, you'd have to freaking fight Darth Vader lightsaber to lightsaber. And it it was just an amazing thing where I got so good at this game where I could put in the things. I got so cocky as fuck, too. The Death Star (laughs) Trench. We talked about this one thing that – it's the thing that you do more than anything else in life, it seems like. It's the Death Star Trench run where – I would take out all the TIE fighters coming at me, all the goddamn stationary freaking, uh, like cannons, like aiming at you and shit. Okay. Freaking, uh, I would take out Darth Vader, Han Solo would come and blast him, and then you get the whole thing where it's counting down at your distance so you get to the goddamn porthole. And yeah. I would get up during this time because I, I had it perfectly timed in my brain where I'd get up, I'd go over to the soda machine, I'd refill it, stretch out a little bit, get a yeah, little, like, show my cockiness. I'd come asshole. back, I'd take a sip of my drink, I'd sit it down, and then just with the easiest flick of my wrist on the joystick and hitting the goddamn button, bam, right down the porthole, Death Star explodes, and everybody cheers. Oh, they were all cheering for you, were they? Everybody. Was there was there a speeder bike part of that? Oh, yes. That's what, that, it's weird. You talk about this game, that's the only thing that I remember, maybe because that was, like, the big difference. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, there was the still the Death Star, like you said, the, oh, yeah. and then you have the Endor Death Star, and again, the speeder bike thing was the thing that that I thought looked the coolest, though. By then, I was pretty much done playing arcade games, but I really did like the look of that. Uh, I still don't believe that anybody was watching you play this game. I think that you made it up in your head, and you're fucking full of crap. What? No, no, see, see, you haven't even gotten to the best part of this yet, because when I would play at the theaters, my friends would be there, and they'd watch me play at 100 guys. Quote-unquote friends. uh, Yeah. but there wasn't a lot of people at the theater or in the arcade section of the theater. It was like, always seemed like it was empty for some reason. Yeah. But I played this game so much. I went out with this girl, and a buddy of mine like went with a friend of hers. So it was kind of like a double date thing. We went to Dorney yeah. Park, and we're going around. 
And we're looking to see, wait, well, hey, what ride are we going to go on next? And I happened to see the arcade. And right there in front was the Star Wars trilogy arcade. Yeah. This little Korean kid, I sat there for a little watching him. He just kept pumping quarter after quarter in his goddamn machine until eventually he gave up. And I'm just looking around, you know, and just uh, stretching out, you know, cracking my Dickhead Eric Chase in town. I sit down. Fucking asshole. I put my two quarters <laughs> in the machine, and I start playing. And I'm playing like I've never played before. You fucking. Oh, you, you, I had the, the force to stay. The chips were, you know, everything was against you, and you you were going to show them, weren't you? Thing is, though, show them. I, I'm playing it like I always play it, where I start out with fucking Yavin, get to the Death Star, freaking uh, Endor, and by the time I got to end, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, and uh, freaking Hoth. By the Hoth. time I get to Endor, I realize there's a crowd of rounds. Oh, I thought you realized nobody bar. was there. And no. you were actually at home. They, this <laughs> so Korean you had gathered a crowd. Started huh? ta- talking about well, as I'm playing because he was watching for a little bit. Seemed like he went around and started telling the story of this this fearless man who was beating Star Wars on one play. So <laughs> the legend of the, the legend Star of Wars arcade man yeah, is that what you're telling I'm me? I'm telling you. By the time I got to Endor on the last Death Star, there is a gigantic crowd around me. And by <laughs> No, this is not nonsense, sir. This is oh, probably my how sad as it is, gracious. the greatest moment of my life. Oh, because you are a sad man. I went in there and I took out the freaking power station, blew yeah. up. Everybody started clapping and cheering. Yeah, and, I were, up, oh, and I got You actually thought that you had saved the universe that day, didn't you? Back, dude, I back think then. everybody thought I saved the universe that day because I have never had this kind of appreciation in my life. Yeah, and the worst yeah. part is that I, I'm all happy. I'm happy as hell. It's the greatest moment of my life. I look at the girl I realize, fuck, I'm here with a girl. She is so bored. Yeah, She's yeah. looking at me like I'm what an does asshole. She want? Why does she want to see you know her man play the Star Wars arcade no, trilogy? The thing is, wasn't ever really her man. I'm trying to work towards this as, uh, well, aspect. It, it I, never became I never that, did it? No, yeah, it never no, became that. Not. I'm actually, I was looking at uh, different uh, pictures of that arcade cabinet yeah. and whatnot. And I did, I did actually, I didn't even mention the one thing that I did like about the Star Wars, uh, Atari Star Wars that I had was the controller. Uh, looked a lot like the uh, uh, TIE fighter controller that uh, Darth Vader has at right, the end right. of uh, New Hope. And I, I really thought that was awesome too. Plus, I, I was a guy, yeah. There's things that I, I will let myself be fooled by, and the cabinet of my Star Wars that I like had a lot of uh, decals of buttons and things. They weren't real. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were buttons, and I still did really, really like it uh, because of that. But, yeah, yours was – your thing was a little more intricate, like the oh whole thing. God, like you said, amazing. it was a huge screen. I'm looking at it now. And it was it was pretty impressive and big. Goddamn uh, right it was. It's funny the picture that I'm looking at. It looks like this arcade had like seven of these in a row, and that the picture that the guy is playing is right. actually the speeder bike. And that, to me, when I did see that game, that was what really intrigued me uh, with that. Because you know, you know what the you fucked know, up part is though. In my mind, the speeder bike was the least interesting part of really, that game. Really, I'm telling you, that was just the thing. And then they had something Star Wars bot battle pod. Arcade machine. I don't, I don't know, that know what. The, I don't know what it is either. I, I'm not even sure, but it looks pretty impressive. But yeah, yeah. I love th- throughout my whole video game thing, and I think we're going to continue this as you know, kind of a series where we yeah. might even talk like console. We may even cut it down to like say top NES games. Top as the games got better at home, 
a lot of my big games that I really liked were uh, Star Wars games, even to the point where I remember my Dreamcast version of the Pod Race game. Oh, I yeah. hated. Pod I hated amazing. Episode One. I'm not. I hated Phantom Menace, and it, it drives me nuts. Racing was an it drives me nuts game. now listening to some of these podcasts, especially when Force Awakens came was coming out, and people were going and rating fucking Phantom Menace high on their list of all the Star Higher Wars than New movies. Hope, it seemed yeah, like, and it, it was driving me nuts. But the pod race games that came out of it, I loved, and the one I on the Dreamcast, so I thought it was so great, and that yeah. that is one of my favorite Star Wars games. But we have talked about it. If we ever talk role playing games, we talk console games. If we talk Xbox games, the uh, Knights of the Old Republic game that is one of my favorite games of all time. Mine as well. I fucking love that game, and yeah, I love anything Star Wars, especially games where I can kind of just kind of get put myself in the movie or whatever. But yeah, I don't know that anything could match that first time i saw that atari star wars just seeing that and thinking that oh my god i'm in the the you know the x-wing and i'm doing this and i'm fighting. but i was i really was terrible at it but then you're there and all of a sudden you hear fucking han telling you you know you're clear uh, oh, yeah. it just it blew my mind it really did and now, uh jim you want to know the the secret to being a star wars trilogy <sighs> arcade master you know, what is that a jedi yeah. knight if you will yeah. See, yeah, the joystick, yeah, the joystick. It, had the, it had the trigger button, right? Yeah. yeah. It also had a button yeah. on top for your oh, thumb. Oh. Button so on the thumb, huh? Yeah. You, you have button. to be good with your wrist to be able to move the freaking, oh, you know. your wrist. Tug, is that what it was? It around. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, you got to be so quick with your fucking forefinger and your thumb. So there's an endless stream of fucking blasts going because you're constantly going back, but you're double tapping it constantly. Yeah, I see. I see. I'm looking. You have you have that joystick. You have two big red buttons, two big buttons. Uh, on see, either side. Action, those and are then, action buttons. That yeah, and then you have a you have the regular joystick trigger button and then the button on top. I'm looking at it now. There's a really good picture of it online. That looks cool. And what I'll say, I like it as well because it also has the stickers with buttons, the yep. stickers on the side. I really like it. But the, the thing that throws me off is that it also has a instruction thing right in the front. You have the emblem, the Star Wars Arcade Trilo Trilogy Arcade, and then right above it looks, I don't need instructions. That would have thrown me off. It, it's too complicated for me. I'm already done. And there's also a funny thing that I don't know what this means or why, but there is actually a picture that says, girlfriend versus star wars <laughs> like this well, guy weird. had the same problem with you that he was trying to date a woman and it was either between the girlfriend or that he picked the, the arcade trilogy now uh, this is one this is one thing that like out of all the arcade games i've ever played in my entire life this is the one that i would want to sit down star yeah. wars trilogy arcade yeah, I, I actually, I told you, I could have gotten that. I said it tonight, and uh, I could have gotten the arcade one, and I would have loved it. I, I just, yeah. and again, to me, where I would get driven, and even a game that I like, Gorf, that would sit there and taunt you. So you'd, you'd sit there and it'd be ah ah ah, space cadet, insert coin, space. And it would say that. Yeah. It would start to annoy me. There's never a point that the the New Hope quotes that I hear on my Star Wars Atari, if I had it, would ever annoy me. I would probably, to this day, would have that and hear, like, you know, use the foot. I will, Ben. I will. Oh, yeah, right. I would yeah, I'm time. making a sandwich, ben, and I like hear I'm it from the other room. The force. I'm Eric Shea. Han it fucking tells me I'm all clear. Let's blow this thing up. Oh, I will, Han, and then maybe we can cuddle later. You know what's the coolest part, too? And I, I can't even say it's the coolest. It's just something that I found playing this game over and over and over again. There were secrets to this game where, like, say when I'm fighting Darth Vader, lightsaber to lightsaber at the yeah. end, and 
at the end he would like he would go down and you would point your lightsaber down at him. Okay. If you hit the action button, you could turn your lightsaber off, and then you would get uh, the Emperor saying, "So be it, Jedi." Yeah, he would say that you loved it. Turn the lightsaber off if you went to the good like the light side of the Force. That that because sounds that indicated awesome. that it was so cool. Yeah, I'm looking at what this battle pod is, and I, I still, it, to me, I, I want to think that it's like everything. Uh, actually, it's a 2014. We have to find it and play it yeah. sometime and see if that's, uh, you actually, that, that's this is actually seems to be a, like a continuation of the game you like, because it's five scenarios. You have the Battle of Yavin from Star Wars, place you yeah. in the X-Wing. Then you have the Battle of Hoth, obviously. These are always the same. Yeah. Uh, then you have the speeder run through Endor, which yep. you had in your thing. Then you have the Endor Death Star 2, yep. and all, but then you're in the Millennium Falcon. And okay, then you were you never also, in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, no, no, unless you you're in the you, Millennium Falcon. No, you and then you have uh, a Death thing Star, called yeah. Vader's Revenge that takes place seconds after the destruction of the first Death Star, where you play as Darth Vader trying what? to prevent the Rebels from escaping with a piece of the Death Star. And you could actually kill Han. That sounds pretty fucking crazy. Uh, that, that sounds pretty good, but that's like a new version of it. That'd be funny to try to figure that out and try to find where it is. Like you said, maybe it's at Dave and Buster's. But yeah, uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to try to find that arcade trilogy. I just, I love that first one. And really, I, we talk about this and I am more of a console gamer even with my age. Like a lot of yeah. people my age like have these big, I, you know, wax poetic about the arcade. The arcade just scared me a bit. So I <laughs> like to play it. I just don't like to be around people and I and don't me, like, I, was just I get nervous and stuff like that. So when I had it at home, but boy, it was better for me also. You come home from school and you could just run up to your room and play the games is yeah, better right. than coming home from school, finding money, asking if I could go to this place or that place. Cause this is when making I was sure like, you have to get home before. Fucking yeah. Gets and I'm telling, this is dinner. like when I was 10 or 11. So even when people look back and they don't realize like looking back at the Atari 2600, some of this, this stuff is nonsense. It looks yeah. awful, but it was just, it was so great to be able to have that at home. But yeah, we'll continue this with the consoles, maybe even the 2600. I don't know. But yeah, that's about it for our just for the hell of it for tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I'm sure Reggie would uh, thank everyone in those uh, deep tones that he usually does, but he bailed. I don't know. He says Skype shut down. I think he wanted to go to bed. I really do. Yeah, he wanted to get a sandwich. Uh, he, he's just light. like, hey, uh, Skype kicked me off. Just finish without me. Wrap it up, boys, I think he put. But, yeah, we'd like to thank everybody. And if you like this, we do have a regular DC Comics podcast that comes out every Sunday, the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. It's usually about 10 hours, right? Yeah. Eight to 10 hours. It's a long one, they say. Uh, but, yeah, you Big can check us out bitch. there. Uh, we're going to try to keep up with these. And we also have a spotlight each you know, each week when we don't do this just for the hell of it where we talk one or two books that's a little uh, more manageable. But, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoy it. We'll see you in what? What do we say at the end of the spotlight? Uh, this isn't the spotlight. What do we say at the end of the Just for the Hell of It? Do well, we have a sign-off? No, we don't really have a sign-off Just for the Hell of It. Didn't you say, like, while. at one point, you're like, this is Just for the Hell of It and go fuck yourself? And I said, that is not nice. People <laughs> really don't like to hear that. That's not very good to get people to listen again. You're telling them to fuck themselves. I don't think that works out here. Well, you're going to have to come up. Just you're for the Hell of It, go fuck yourself. Just for the Hell of It, go fuck yourself. You're going to have to come up with something for the next one. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening and see you later. Just for the hell of it. Boom. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.